sounds drive. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Arena 51 podcast. I'm here with Cole Cave, and today we have a special guest, Jonathan Baker. The Big Show. The Big Show. Glad to be here. Excited. Yes, sir. Today is a crazy day, I must say myself, as uh, we woke up to the news that Russia was invading Ukraine. You woke up to the news? Well, I saw it last night, and I was disgusted, and I went to bed. I thought it was a dream. I thought it was a bad dream. Like, no way. These pricks. And then, boom, I wake up. And there's World War III. And it's craziness going on. And we heard the, we heard the news. We heard it was all going to go on. But nobody really thought it was going to happen. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen, honestly. Nobody I thought you were bragging last night that you called it. I you literally texted it, me was, that you called it like three months ago and that you were bragging about it. And now you're trying to tell me that you didn't see it coming? I'm confused now. It was just one of those things where I, where I called it, but I was like, there's no way it's actually going to happen. Like, I was, I was one of those jewels, like, bullshit calls. And we know. It's just crazy, Putin's man. Just, they're crazy. They're crazy. I definitely Russia. saw it happening. I don't know. Putin, Putin's that guy. He feels like he needs to cement himself in history to do do something, which I guess is taking over Ukraine, starting a war. I don't know. He's doing his best. He don't give a fuck, man. It's actually crazy. It is. And you know what? You know what this war is having a big problem on? Crypto, though. And you know what's going to tell us about it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's already proven to have a big That's how you're going to start it, it off. Started. That's, that's how you're going to start. That's where everything, man. The market. The market is like that. It's with everything, stocks, everything. As soon as the news hit, um, everything went down because people are are stressing out about their about their investments and stuff to see if they should pull pull out. Because I mean, obviously, with war comes comes the downturns in the economy. I mean, because of this, Russia is like one of the top leading producers of oil and uh, gasoline. So those prices are gonna start rising up. And uh, same thing with everything else. So gas prices are gonna go up even more. Is, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Like $4 like, a pop? I, yeah, dude. It's going to soon, but it might go over $4. It's crazy. I'm, I'm about to go to the gas station right now, fill my tank up. <laughs> I'm about to go sell rest. my car, bro. I'm just yeah, right? walking everywhere. Wild. Dude, because you, you like, might as well invest in a solar power. Or a solar power? power. <laughs> Tesla, that's, something. That's the, that's the key? That, Nuclear, that has solar. To be key. Gas? Nah. Gas is getting ridiculous. And now solar power, though. What about like electricity? Even that. Everything. Solar panels. We got electric cars and stuff. Why? Why is solar power? Though? What about wind power? What about dam power? Why are we going straight to solar power? Like, like nuclear. Nuclear is like yeah, nuclear power. It sounds like crazy, but it honestly is like the cheapest and most environmental, environmentally friendly. Like one of them, at least. It's just That's hard. It's just danger. hard to maneuver around it. So uh, we know this is uh, mostly a sports podcast, but you know the stars kind of align today. You know we got a, we got. NFT and crypto whiz John Baker. We had him already lined up for some sports, uh, <laughs> some sports talk. But then um, the news of uh, Ukraine and Russia obviously dropped last night. It's been progressing all throughout the day, and so that obviously affects the markets, which John was already planning on talking about. So here we are. I mean, the stars just kind of align like that. Not going to say they're great stars because uh, World War Three. <laughs> It's not a great time, I would say. Jules, you getting drafted? You prepared to get drafted? Yep, they had me going around in the first round, but uh, we'll see. Maybe if I go on the second <laughs> first round, round pick coming out of Kremlin, all right, Juliano Silva. You think you think you'd be a first round pick? What front line, or are you working behind the scenes? Yeah, they're probably just throwing me out there and say, "Go get him, kid," and I'd be fucked. 
I was saying uh, to my friends last night, even though it's, I mean, it's not funny to joke about, but, you know, I was saying, um, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to pick the engineering student. I was like, I was like, good luck out there. Though. I'll be watching over you guys myself. <laughs> and I heard some nonsense. That it's like, if you're the last of your, your bloodline, you can't get drafted. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Somebody How do they determine the last of your bloodline? Like, well, if, you, if you're like the, the only child or something. Youngest, or if you're, right, yeah. I'm not the Am I the youngest guy, Kayer? I think the last, the last of your bulletin can't get drafted. And if you're an only child, I don't think you can get drafted. And obviously they have all the other excuses. But listen, how did how did World War II start? Germany invaded Poland. Nobody really nobody really blinked an eye. We, we blinked an eye, but we didn't think it would be that bad. Yeah, but we're blinking I mean, an eye right now. I'll tell you that. The whole world's on notice. But still, we're not doing anything. They're not gonna they're not gonna do anything. Who? I don't think they're gonna, we aren't? Yeah, unless they unless they I think you are very much. It's what it is uh, is that if they try to go any further than Ukraine, yeah. then NATO laws go in effect, and exactly, then they'll have to do something. And you got to feel for Poland. I mean, to the left of them they had Germany, and now to the right of them they have Russia. I mean, you got to feel bad for the Poland people. So is Ukraine fucked? Like, are we gonna help Ukraine, or I don't think, or we, are we just gonna say like, yo, help nah. yourselves? But if you go Biden any said, further, Biden said well, there'll be no is- troops in Ukraine. Yeah, like we've we've given them supplies and defenses and missiles and stuff, but it's it's like what they're doing now. We won't intervene, but if they go further, then we'll have to because of the allied countries and Europe and stuff. But yeah, the crazy thing Poland, is, we're in. the crazy thing is, is like how bad he he wants Ukraine. It was I don't know. I was doing a little research on it. It's because it's because there's a lot of history with Ukraine and, and Russia, and Putin sort of feels like that if he can take that back over, like for their for Russia's uh, history that he'll cement himself as like a, a good leader, which obviously like starting a war isn't going to do that. So, but it's crazy. Like the way they're doing it is, is pretty wild because if you can see like on the map of the points that they're attacking it, it's, it's literally points like all across the border. I saw that today. And yeah, shout so, out, like, shout out to Belarus for being a bunch of bums. Russia walk right by you. Is there a fence? Is there a fence? Is there a security guard at least? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, the security like guard smoking a second. Yeah, right over here. Come over here. Yep, come right through. Some missile just lands right in front of him. He's like, bro, what do I even do? <laughs> but uh, I mean, Ukraine's a pretty big country, so I mean, I don't know if they can hold them off, but I don't know. They're attacking by what? Land, sea, land, sea, and air right bro. now. I think all three facets are coming at them. Yeah, they already took over the like the Crimea. I don't know if you heard about that. Like that's been a, a battle site for a while between the two of them, which is like the peninsula near the water. So like they're they're cutting off all their trades, their routes, like everything all around. Is this going to be a wash? Like, does Ukraine have a chance? No, or is I, Russia I, really? I just, just saw. Gonna... I just saw something that like uh, I guess they got an airport back or something. Ukraine already, but I mean, well, think about it, dude. Like Russia is like a, a big powerhouse, bro. Like they have, they've got everything cyber that which is even the star like cyber they've sent out a bunch of attacks and stuff like that and the scary part about cyber is like you don't know like they attack until it happens you know what i mean like they can put malware and different um things like that into their systems and then just when they want to use it they just hit a button right and everything can be deleted like they can have control over everything which is which is definitely scary is world war three going to be fall online china bro like china is crazy too yeah, no one's talking about China. China's definitely laughing right now. They're shaking their hands like, look at these two. Oh, nah, bro. China, they were saying how, uh, like, just this morning, like, China's wants the same thing with Taiwan that Russia wants with Ukraine. And people were saying that there's, like, nine Chinese, like, 
like um like airplanes like in the taiwan like airspace oh my god like, oh, it's, bro, happening. Like, here we go. Like, it's, it's happening it's happening it's happening yeah. no, no. We got we got Japan on our side now. Though. Jules, Jules, what you uh, what you what you mentioned to me last night, I, I brought it to my roommate. I just, I think it's so wild how you were saying, um, like seventy years ago, Germany and Hitler were committing some of the worst human acts that we've seen in human history. They were literally imprisoning and putting pe- Jews and all these people in concentration camps and slaughtering them and murdering them for no reason. In America, seventy years later, later is literally allies with them. We're literally allies with them right now. Yep. Seventy years later, and we it doesn't even like, make sense. I don't. I don't get how like where I, I didn't even know we were allies with Germany until like yesterday. You know, I'm, that's a shock. I, mean, I don't get it. I don't get world politics to be honest. That's yeah. why we got Baker here today. You know. <laughs> and USA, USA didn't even get into World War Two until obviously Pearl Harbor happened. So I mean, I don't, I don't see USA getting involved yeah. until until like it gets really serious. I mean, the USA yeah. was still sort of involved in the war before Pearl Harbor. They just weren't directly sending troops yeah. into the war. They were still supplying like supplies, resources yeah. and stuff. The, the difference is now, though, is that, like, both sides, like U.S. and Russia, have nuclear weapons now, like an absurd amount. Yeah. So it's like so it's like if something does happen, it could end very quickly, which is scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all it takes uh, is one dummy to start the nuclear war. Exactly. We're fucked. We saw that with... World War II, it ended very quickly when we just decided to bomb two Japanese uh, cities. Yeah, wild, wild, wild. And Jules, on our side. another thing you were saying on a little bit of a lighter note, and I know John was saying earlier, it's not something to joke about. It's not funny. But man, if there was ever a time to be on social media, like the memes are so quick and they're so funny. I can't lie. There, people yeah. are so, there's some funny ass people out there, just like some random people on Twitter that are just dropping hilarious memes and it's fucked it really is and i don't mean to laugh i feel like an asshole for laughing yeah, it's, it's but fucked that's- until it's fucked until they're they're the same people being picked up first and then they're out on the front lines and they're like oh shit <laughs> yeah yep. exactly exactly like, mid boys gonna make a meme he's like oh i'm in the fucking foxhole and i saw one funny one it was a uh, you know that guy hushpool that short russian dude everybody thinks like yeah. a child and stuff <laughs> it was like he's the last russian alive and the dude was like put his face on Thanos like I I, I don't want to sacrifice remember you sacrificed what's your name off yeah. that thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that was Hushbul killing the last Russian <laughs> not funny. what yeah, about the what could... about what about the one where it's like Germany reviving uh Hitler for <laughs> World War Three and is that I, I don't know what song that is that's mad funny. mad funny yeah the memes are ridiculous and obviously they didn't have technology like that social media back then so I mean this is really like the first war with actual social media like so you could like you could really like live stream the war For sure like this is nuts mm-hmm. that's another another part of the warfare though is like if you take control of social media and you're like you have control of what you're putting out to your people you know what i mean that's a that's another way where you can control the masses and, and get your your message across i mean they did that back then with propaganda too right like they're that's they only showed like the good and bad of what their country was doing like back in world war ii like people of germany obviously knew that stuff was going on wrong but the way they were pushing it to other people like it was it was different yeah i agree it's just it's just it's just propaganda was a thing back then but social media just allows it to be um absorbed by masses that weren't possible back then i mean Um, right and we can't catch a break boys we've been in college for not even three full years we had a pandemic when was the last what's the odds of a pandemic happening and then we have world war three happening 
I mean, do they want us to get a degree or do they want to send us the award? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. We get so with Dante from a story. He was like, he's like, yeah, we just closed the uh, the first chapter of the newest history book of the pandemic, and then the next chapter is World War Three, and it's just like, all right, like. <laughs> And the pandemic's yeah, not even over, bro. We haven't even closed the chapter yeah. of the pandemic. There's yeah, still now, shit going, coming out every single week. Nobody's talking about COVID. Oh, I saw a tweet that said, uh, let's make sure all these Ukrainians are vaccinated. They'll be safe from Russia. Like, like no one's even talking about COVID anymore. Nope. This is all Russia. Yeah. So, it's wild. This has just been one really long intro for us to ask, Baker, what the fuck is an NFT? All right. What the so, fuck is an NFT? Yeah. I... I have no like, is it? A, it's a yeah. digital picture, bro. Like, what? What's stopping me from downloading a Google image of an NFT compared to someone right, paying a trillion dollars for it? That's that's it, right? People say, oh, the the right click save, right? You know, <laughs> why can't <laughs> yeah, just, just make it mine? Um, the way I kind of like to explain it is that um, think of it like like if you had a piece of art, right? Back then, you would have to go to someone to revise that piece of art, right? put a value to it, make sure it's real. They would have to check through all these sources and, and pay a lot of money for people to check that art piece. So what makes NFTs sort of significant is not really the, the picture itself. It's it's sort of the technology behind it. So um, so with Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency, um, we can, I can dive more into it is pretty much, all it is about is these cryptocurrencies. So Ethereum is one of the main ones where you can buy these NFTs on and sort of the technology behind it is something called a blockchain. And what this blockchain is, is it's like it, it stores data on it that's able to be viewed by the public and no one can go in that data and modify it. Right. So I have this NFT picture and say there's only 9000 of them that drop. Right. Each project has its own things. So you, you guys probably heard of Board at Yacht Club, right? No, it's like the main one, which is like the apes. All right. I'll, oh, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I've seen the ape. Oh, I've, I've seen, yeah, yeah, like, I've seen the, the apes and stuff. Ape. So those those apes they only they only dropped ten thousand of them okay so at this at the start everyone has to buy those apes so the starting price for those was around like three hundred dollars back in like april 2021 so three hundred dollars you bought that at right since it was one of the first ever projects um that's how it has its value and and sort of like if you have one of those uh you have access to yacht parties exclusive memberships like merchandise and you can only have access to those things if you own one of those. And, and so the blockchain confirms that you own them, right? People have these wallet addresses. And if you send transactions on this blockchain, like they can be traced. And, and it, it pretty much shows that you have ownership of it, right? So you're part of that club. And the, the crazy thing about Board of Yacht Club is right that first starting price of $300, right? Two years ago. Right now, in order to even get into Board of Yacht Club, the lowest one you is 80 ETH, which is $200,000. So say you bought like three of these two years ago for $800. If you held those until now, you could sell each of them for $200,000 each, which is wild. It's, it's, it's absurd. You know what I mean? So the picture but, of the ape isn't what makes the pic, like the picture isn't what's valuable. It is what like, you can do with the technology behind it that made it exactly it's 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 sort of the utility behind it right because there is there's thousands of nft products out there right anyone can make an nft anyone put a picture up there whatever but it's it's the utility that comes with it 
that gives to the people that makes them want to buy it. So if you're not selling something to them where it's worth them buying, like, like, you know what I mean? Like people buy into it to have exclusive access to certain things. Like, and so the point of this, like in the future is that people will be able to have these NFTs sort of as like tickets to things like, like you're part of the, like these clubs and these groups. And the, the main focus on it is, is the technology of making it decentralized. So like, uh, right now, how could I say it is like the U.S. dollar, right? The U.S. dollar is controlled by the government, the banks, like that. They control everything to do with it. You know what I mean? Like they have enact laws with it, taxes, inflation, whatever. But with this cryptocurrency, right, is that whatever is on this blockchain, you own it. The government can't can't take that from you. They can't. They, the only thing you can do is really tax it if you like change it to U.S. dollar. But the whole like reason why this is revolutionary is because the people now are able to own things and show proof that they own them. And the a cool thing about Ethereum is that you can build applications on this blockchain, right? Sort of like an app on your, your phone in the store. You can build these applications on the blockchain. And then that data from the app and stuff can be stored very securely and traced. So it's sort of like like revolution, revolutionary things. Like I like to think about it how, think about the start of the internet, right? Around 2000, people were like, oh, like whatever the internet, like this won't really have much to do. It, it's, it's how it is with everything, everything that's revolutionary. At first people, people doubt it. People don't think it'll have a future until more and more people hop on it and really see what it's like when they first, and then they start listening. So it's, it's sort of like at the beginning, it was web one, which it was like MySpace, um, things like that, where you could only read sort like sort of information. And then that ended up evolving into Web2, which is Google, Twitter, Facebook. You're able to write things now on it, social media, where you can sort of express your how, how you're feeling, your beliefs, like whatever, like rather than just having to read something, you can actually like yeah, so comment like, something at, at or first, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I took like, a computers class and we talked about that too. Like web one was just like you could look something up but once you were looking at the page you couldn't edit it you couldn't add a comment it was just you read it and then that was it and then you moved on to the next thing that you looked up web two info like was when you could start like how on twitter right now you can write something tweet it and then other people can respond and shit like that so are are nfts in crypto like like connected yeah like can you only buy nfts using cryptos and I know, yes. I know someone, some one, a close family friend of mine was trying to explain crypto to me one time too. And he mentioned the same like blockchain thing. Is that, is that like, cause you mentioned blockchain when talking about NFT, is that like the same sort of idea? Like I know mining for crypto, isn't that some like adding a chain to a block or adding a, a block to a chain or something like that? Yes. So what it is, is, is sort of the algorithm that works. It's, it's called proof of work, right? There's different blockchains. So Ethereum is one blockchain. There's other currencies called Solana, which has different blockchains, but Ethereum is, is the one that's sort of been through it the most. It's sort of solidified because there's a lot of transactions in place. Is it bigger than so Bitcoin how, or is well, that completely different? The thing with Bitcoin is Bitcoin is more of like a currency. It's more like a stable coin compared to Ethereum, where you can build these applications and smart contracts on them. Um, 
but so the blockchain is how it works is a tran every transaction needs to be confirmed by proof of work so th this is how it works right so you have a transaction with someone these two transactions a third party person a miner has to confirm this transaction and that's that's using um it's it's using the compute like computational power in order to confirm that transaction and that's sort of what solidifies that transaction and makes it stable because there's a third party confirming it and you need that computer power in order for the to go on the network and on the blockchain. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a lot to take in and, and think about, you know what I mean? You guys were like, what, like, what does that even mean? So, like, so I couldn't just do it on my Mac computer, right? That's what you're telling me. What? Like mine, Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh, that shit. No, you can like, there's there, like, I, I was doing it for a little bit and I was making maybe $3 a day off mining. So pretty much you mine constantly. Whenever there's a transaction, your computer is taking that transaction and it's confirming it. And the miners get a piece of that, that pie. So whenever whenever you're doing a transaction, you have to pay gas fees, which is another, which is like pretty much added money, like taxes, right? You got to pay these gas fees because the gas fees go to the miner that confirms that block. So, so it, it all like it all correlates and works. You know what I mean? Isn't isn't <laughs> a block ridiculous. isn't okay? And isn't a block isn't like each block just like a math equation or something? It's it, it's an algorithm that that works together. And like it, it counteracts with each other and, and checks the proof of work from each side and each block block like chains together and builds on Who top the of fuck other. thought of this, dude. Who Bro, like made this? This dude Vitalik. This is like this whiz, dude. And, uh, he know, he, better, be, he better be sitting on cloud nine on uh, top of fucking dude, some look, look this guy up. Vitalik, he's like skinny as hell, like a stick, bro. And he just looks like the smartest person ever. I mean, yeah, he's probably fucking billions of dollars rich. Like, he's probably a billionaire. But the creator of Bitcoin, like no one even knows who created Bitcoin. Like the person is, all they came out with was a white paper and the person's name, like no one knows who it is still. So if crypto were never a thing, would NFTs be a thing? Or are they like separate? No, it's just, no, it would just be art. Like the whole point of NFTs is that it's built alongside crypto so that you have that decentralization and that you can show that you have ownership of it and it, it links to you. Like you'll be able to just, just like show an NFT and then they can check the blockchain. Be like, oh, that's actually yours. Like someone, someone who just could like right click, copy, paste it in their profile picture. Be like, oh, I have this. And be like, all right, let me, let me like, what's your wallet address? And you can look up their wallet and see what they have and see that it's actually oh, there. Oh, so it's just like, it's, it's like, it's, uh, so instead of like the government controlling or telling you like what currency is, it's like kind of like you have ownership of like this own thing almost. Exactly. And the people own the value of it, right? Ethereum, the more people gets on, the value rises. You, you know what I mean? The government yeah. doesn't have any say unless they get into it, right? And they sort of boost it. But this might be a dumb question, but is this anyway connected to the metaverse, like NFTs? <laughs> Of course. What do you mean, dude? That's the, that's the whole thing. So, like, Web 3.0 is, uh, like, those Twitter, Facebook, Googles, those companies are being created now. Um, and it sort of it sort of goes into, like, these NFTs and stuff, right? So, say I so this is Web 3. Project. This Web is 3 is being web. created right now. like And, like, the, the, like so how, like, Web 2, the, the prominent companies in that were, like, Google and Facebook and all that, the prominent companies that yeah. will be on Web 3 are being created right now? Yeah, bro. 
And so like that's why people, when people are saying it's early, like people don't understand it. Like, like it's 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 hard to understand for a reason because it's just starting out now. And the way so say you buy like an NFT project, right? And you have this character. You have this character that you buy. You spent whatever amount of money on it. Um, that project can go into the metaverse. And so, so think virtual reality, right? Oculus Rift, that's like web three. So you put on your Oculus Rift, right? You're, you're in a room and your character can be your NFT, like that you bought, like that, that's you, that's, that's yours. It's unique to you. Like, and people look at you and will see your character and like, you'll look around, like on the wall, you'll have like your own, your own like house, whatever. And you'll see all your paintings on the wall that are yours like nft shit that like, you bought on this and then up so do you have to upload it to the metaverse or once you buy an nft like it is yours now and like so like if i bought an nft and then a pair of oculus glasses would i just like that would be my character like already or like how does that link so it's, up? it's it's not there yet it, it's sort of it's being integrated so like it's up to the project and that's why you got to find good projects that are they're have they're doing things that you want to do it's like certain project be like yeah like we're having uh, metaverse like in case, like compatibility where we're bringing these profile pictures into the metaverse so to be able to use them and like wear them like that do, do, do i have to buy a house in the metaverse there's different ones yeah there's there's nfts where you can buy like land like a bunch of companies now are buying land and so it's like this game this sandbox where you go into the game and then you have your own land piece and then you can do whatever you want with it What's so people just going to be like game? traveling in the metaverse, just like walking around fucking earth, just like with these Oculus glasses on, just like fucking looking at shit yeah, that they dude. bought on NFTs. Like Google's already creating like Google glasses. Right. So that's another thing where it's like, so that's VR, but AR is augmented reality. So like, it'll be the same thing where I put on these glasses, I'll still see the real world and everything, but say you walk past me around the corner and then from those glasses, like your character appears, right? But to anyone else, no one, they'll be themselves because they don't have any NFTs or whatever. But to someone who actually has them, they'll appear to you with those glasses on as that character, like dripped out in whatever they have. You know what I mean? What if so, I just what if I just mugged them in the metaverse and took his took his NFTs? Can I do that? Or is there like a metaverse need, please? Yeah. <laughs> you would need you would need that dude's like wallet, like everything. Like you would have to go in his stuff and send it to your account from his so i can just you but can it's just possible so if i mug him in real life i can steal his nft stuff and send it to my wall and then be his nft yeah are they gonna make a police or something or so like the fbi the fbi literally just last week came out with their own um agency for cryptocurrencies oh my god oh my god so, so what like, if i shoot somebody like, in the metaverse is that am i gonna be arrested dude what <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot whatever you want in the metaverse, bro. They're not gonna die in real life. So, so like fifty <laughs> years from now. So like fifty years from now, right? So when Web One first came out, and then people were like, "Yo, this Web Two is coming out that like is gonna introduce like like social media." And now you have all these old heads like my grandparents who don't even know what Twitter is and don't know how to use it. If we don't hop on this this metaverse Web Three train, are we gonna be like seventy years old, looking like how our like how we look at our grandparents and we're going to be the grandparents like yo the metaverse is so dumb like what are the what i don't get it and then they're just going to be like looking at us like we look at our grandparents like is, is this just going to be a never-ending cycle or is that Dude, what like this is leading 40 to years in 40 years 50 years we might have like web five bro like, I, I don't even know like this is this is happening in the next like five to ten years where it's it's sort of it's either you hop on it now or you're going to be forced to hop on it the same thing with social media 
exactly like, that that that's kind of the comparison i was making it's like yeah it's the same thing with social media like we all like all of our friends and stuff people our generation we all have snapchat instagram whatever because if you don't hop on it you feel like you're left out in a way right mm-hmm. so it's it's sort of the same thing that's going to happen with this this sort of stuff and we're, we're going to see like these web two companies like transfer like we're already seeing it now right you see companies like nike getting into all this kind of stuff like all these different big time companies like facebook changed their name to meta da, 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 da. and more and more you're seeing more companies try to get into this because one they see it for the money but two they see it for the future aspect of their 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 company and you know what i mean because they, they realize the technology behind it so you're but, telling me i'm gonna have to buy nike shoes in real life and then buy shoes nike shoes in metaverse too uh, dude, Nike Nike just bought like one of the biggest um, like Web three companies. It's called RTFKT, and they they like create like virtual like clothing. And Nike already bought that company. Like Nike owns what Converse, Jordan. What else do they own? I think it's like one more. But then then like are they they just bought this company and now it's like one of the the founding parts of Nike. Yeah, we're screwed. So we're screwed. so. Are you telling me that, like, what what does buying an NFT do for me, like, in in like real life? Like, so so you said like, obviously it gets you into like these exclusive clubs, but in terms of like the metaverse, so you're saying like if you buy an NFT, like, and all and all this stuff in the metaverse, like that can be like your avatar and like you look around, and you see all these pictures you own. But once I take those Oculus glasses off or those those Google glasses off that you're talking about, once I take that off and I'm back in actual reality, what does that shit do for me? Nothing. It depends, right? So different projects do different things. So some projects will give Where their holders. Where do you find these like, projects, right? Like, so the main ecosystem for NFTs right now is is Twitter. So like my Twitter, completely like the people the people you follow, like that's pretty much where all people are at on NFT spaces in Twitter, and that sort of turns your whole feed into this whole like NFT world. It's actually wild, with like all influencers, like whatever. And then I don't know if you heard it. I got to sign into your Twitter, bro. <laughs> just follow just follow everyone i follow it's just that's it let's see but then there's there's discord i don't know if you guys heard of discord just like a communication thing and what it I is discord yeah it's like every nft project like has their own discord server and that's where people go and that's the, where the community talks to each other okay and that makes sense actually yeah so that's where like they'll they'll have like a bunch of different chat channels and it'll be like announcements like rules frequently asked questions like general chat and then there'll be like specific chats for just holders and they'll give information out like there's different projects that have is like they guarantee like mental health for their holders like therapists like they guarantee like um like calls with professionals like job boards like and there's there's projects that are, are trying to have like streetwear brands and they'll they give you met like discounts to your merch there's, there's a whole like the, the possibility is pretty much endless with what you can do like give your holders but that's the point of it right like people won't buy it unless unless they realize they have utility that they want for it right okay that's why that's more the confusing part because i was seeing these people pay like you were saying that that original one's like two hundred thousand dollars now i was seeing people pay these ridiculous amount of money for like what i figured was just a fucking like digital picture and i was like what the fuck like why is someone spending two hundred thousand dollars when i can right click and so i guess that just does kind of show my you know, not however you say that word nativity or whatever, you know, shows how <laughs> dumb I was, but that that's the kind of the thing I didn't really understand is like, 
okay, so like all this stuff is adding up into the metaverse, which is cool once you put the Oculus glasses on, but like what does it provide for you in like actual reality? So you're saying like some of these projects, like a project, if you buy an NFT project or participate in an NFT project or you're a holder, they can give you actual benefits like through, is that through like the the tracing, like blockchain that you were talking about earlier? Yeah, so like they have things set up in the Discord where it's like you have to connect your wallet and then the wallet reads if you have it or not, and then you you gain that access. And sort of like these these new websites have the same thing where it, it all comes from this wallet. Um, usually the main one people use now is called MetaMask, and you connect that, and it shows that you actually are a holder of it, and then you get the you get access to whatever that that company or that project is giving out to their their people. I saw something crazy the other day though. Like some dude had a a three hundred eighty thousand dollar painting. And he bought it and they turned into an NFT. Then he burnt like the actual painting. So like it only exists on NFT. Like it doesn't exist in really? this world. Does that make it more expensive? Because like that's it. That's the only that's the only time you're gonna see it is if it's an NFT, like it doesn't exist anymore. Like he burnt it. Yeah, well, he still has it, right? Because it's still his. And what you can do is you can when you have that, like you can make the picture again out of it. You know what I mean? Just, it just shows that you own it and in order to own that specifically that you would have to get it from him. So could I make, could I make an NFT, right? So you said anyone can make an NFT. Could I make an NFT yeah. and then like duplicate it and then sell it to other people? Yeah. But I would have to, but the only way people would buy it is if like I set There's up a, a project for it. Yeah. If you were like, all right, like if you came out with 10 of them or whatever, and you'll be like, all right, like I'm buying five tickets to the Red Sox. Like I have five season tickets to the Red Sox, right? I'll be giving away every game, every week. I'll give away one of the tickets to one of the holders, right? So they'll be like, all right, like someone really likes the Red Sox. They'll buy your project and they'll have the chance to get Red Sox tickets for that initial investment every week. And they'll own the NFT that they can then use in the metaverse. Yeah. And then they can own that. Oh, NFT this is and wild. Then, and then they could sell that whenever they wanted to the other people if other people wanted to get in the project this is some wild shit bro that's actually kind of crazy this is nuts i'm kind of scared to ask about crypto now honestly like we have this we, we're only scratching the surface of nfts i don't even want to know what crypto bro, is, bro i'm telling you it's like hours and hours hours of research like it is, is a long way coming i've only been in this for how many months now four to five months and i'm still just like scratching the surface bro all right baker i woke up one morning over the summer to a text message from you with jason in a group chat and you were asking to put like a mining device in my house or something (laughs) what was that what was that does this connect whatsoever because now i'm kind of intrigued i mean i'm seeing money you could have been rich so like with that thing it's called helium so like helium is its own crypto like you know what i mean its own crypt this is a cryptocurrency helium and it's it's its own project and so what helium was trying to do is that they give you these these routers right and you set up these routers around that like your area so say like like rhode island right like where we're from um these routers uh like give off internet so the more you have the more routers that are connected to each other the more um internet internet signal that gives off right and so when that internet signal is give is given off 
um, a token is received in return. And this token has a financial value, kind of like a stock that has, um, that it could be like 30 cents or whatever, right? And say, since you have two of these helium miners set up that they're producing like 50 helium a day, you could sell that 50 helium for 50 cents on the market and you'll make however that is, however much that is. So the, the thing with that is like the more you, you miners you put out and the more uh, like internet waves that you produce, the more helium you'll make, which you can make money out of that. Wow. So I've seen it is too on much the, for me to handle. that, that actually sounds kind of genius. So if you just get a bunch of people like in one area yeah. and set up routers that gives off like a shit ton of like internet to other people, then that just rakes in more tokens because there's more concentrated exactly. internet. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're, it's the more space you take up, like, like, um, alongside, like it can't be too close to each other it has to be like spaced away in like blocks. And so the more you, you do, so it's like, what it is is right. So say you have this this whole like your whole area around you is you have all miners. So you got six miners around it. The way you you get those helium tokens is if somewhere um, a device is pinging that that internet point, and every time it gets pinged by another device, then you you gain those tokens in return. So you're pretty much getting paid for hosting uh, internet access, which which pings all across like everywhere. So what's the risk? Do I have to pay for the internet, the, the, the internet router that's like giving off the internet? Is that the risk in it? You just pay the electricity from it, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Like you, you buy the initial fee, whatever it is, and then you pay the electricity and then you post it up wherever. And then at any time it pings, you, you make. And the hope is that the amount of pings and tokens and money that you get back from the internet that you're giving off would be more than yeah, the electricity it. bill that you're paying to use the router. Yeah, so that's what it is, right? It's sort of the whole bigger picture of it being decentralized where um, like we no longer have to look up to these companies to like provide for us internet access, right? You can just be a normal consumer and post up this internet and provide internet to people and then make money off of it. Like it's it's no longer just like the companies making all this money. It's the, the people now are able to create things for for money, you know what I mean? I wish I knew what you mean. I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm honestly catching on. Like, <laughs> I'm honestly catching on a little bit. Jules, but, Jules looks lost, bro. You gotta Jules start is, writing notes. Jules has looked lost down. since like, you joined the call, John. It's just way too many things, dude. And then Ridiculous. that's the other thing. I've seen like some of the stupidest names for crypto ever. Like, what what is the differentiation between like Bitcoin and then like Dogecoin or whatever the hell was just like booming over like like the pandemic and stuff like are they all somehow connected are are they all reliable are they all or are some of them just like oh, bullshit that like miners are making to try and like get you to invest uh, in some stupid crypto a lot a very very large percent of it is bullshit like i would even say like i don't know if you know gary v like he says he says like 95 percent of these nft projects in the future will all go to zero because because everyone's trying to hop in on it right but there's only a select few that will actually make it and they're actually like creating things that people will use in the future. So like they're like Dogecoin is, is literally like a, what we call a meme coin. Like it's just created to be a meme out of it. Like the only value in it is, is whatever it is at right now. Right. It doesn't bring anything. I actually like, sold it like, by the chance. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had you a Dogecoin. I had a four hundred dollars. You bought Dogecoin and you didn't even know. I put like fifty bucks. One percent of like, what Baker seats was hyping right it up. You didn't even know one percent of what exactly. Baker that's what it is, right? Like people don't know what it is, so they'll buy it. Like and now it's at fifty-eight. Now it's at eighty-eight dollars. When I had it like three hundred, four hundred dollars, should have sold it. Should have. Yeah, there's a bunch of things that that are just money grabs. Like they're like, even in the NFT space right now, it's a big problem because so many people are new into the space and all they want to do is buy, buy, buy NFTs. Right. But there's people who are creating these projects, selling them, making millions of dollars and then dropping the project completely and just like leaving. Yeah. And then, so people who are invested their hard earned money of like 300, 400 or even thousands of dollars are losing it all to these people in the scene. It's, it's like, like that that's why I say like it's it's difficult for a reason and like you have to do your research because you will lose money. Like you will so you, you don't want to just jump two feet into some random like NFT project because that can just be some scam that they're setting up right now that looks really good and then they can just drop it and take all their money and run. Exactly. And it happens all the time, every single day. Damn. Like Gary V says you need at least 50 hours of research. And I agree with him at least in order to buy your first one, at least at this point right now. He said 50 hours of research. Yeah. 50. But the thing is like, it's, it's cause it's, it's not easily accessible to people like you guys who don't really know anything about it. You know what I mean? Like that comes over time with, with um, the people in the space now who are creating stuff. Like it's up to them to make it easily accessible to people. Like Coinbase now is coming out their own marketplace Coinbase has millions and millions of users. And right now the only marketplace where you can, one of them is, is OpenSea, which is the main one where you can buy and sell NFTs. So now that when Coinbase comes out with their own marketplace, the, the users on their app will be able to easily go on, use their crypto, buy these NFTs and sell them. So it's, you know what I mean? At some point, more people are gonna be onboarded to it. This shit is just making my head bang right now. I don't, it still I makes lie. my head bang, bro. I don't understand. I'd be... Like, I'd be up at night, I'd just be like, oh, my God, like, this is wild. So are you ready to confess to the people, you know, what NFT projects you're in right now? Or is that some top secret shit? Yeah, oh, we can't know about that. <laughs> That's got to be some top secret nah, shit. It's, yeah. it's not top secret. You can, you can find out. I'm in, a, I'm in a few different ones. Um, my main one that I, I am, my first one is the the Cryptoon Goons, which is like uh, – I don't know. It's, it's like a project that's, it looks really cool and they're trying to be their own streetwear brand. So I get like discounts to their merch or whatever. And they've hired an animation studio who worked on Rick and Morty. So like they're animating the, the NFT characters and say that they end up making their own TV show with these characters. If mine were to be used or since I'm part of the project, I'll make a certain percentage of royalties off of this TV shows because I own the IP rights to this character. So things so like Baker's that. about to be Baker's about to be 30 years from now, fucking in the Alps, fucking billion dollars. Shit, give me, give me five years from now. I'll be in the Alps. Hey, on my, my own island with the boys. Let's just, kids let's just ready, hope the man. Russians don't get there first. huh? <laughs> <laughs> this kids are ready. Oh my God. All right. Baker, is there is there anything else you would like to uh, educate us with in terms of NFTs or in cryptos or anything? You know, before you, this is a sports podcast, so at some point we're gonna have to. You know, yeah, yeah, sorry for taking away on all the sports. No, hey, we asked you, dude. I I was fucking. I needed to know this shit. I've been wondering what the hell this shit is. It's all I see everywhere now on Instagram, Twitter, everything, and I've just been. 
absolutely lost. So I want to thank you for fucking teaching us even 1% of what you may know. So no, it's for sure. It's definitely really important to talk about, especially now. Like I'm, I'm trying to put all my friends and family on because it's, it's so new. And like, you, if you hop on it now, you'll, it'll definitely be worth your while. Um, but yeah, I would just say, just be on the lookout. Like, I don't know, do your research and yeah, just be on the, be on Find the shit you like. Is that, is, is that something important? Like finding shit you like, like, so obviously you get like, you mentioned the one that you're in, you get like merch or like, uh, like, uh, percentages off discounts off their, uh, their merch and stuff. So is it important to invest in NFTs that like are giving you like things that you really enjoy, or is it sometimes like a good idea to invest in something that like might make you like a shit ton of money. So like, maybe you don't like the royalties that or like the discounts and stuff that they're giving you, but you see a lot of, uh, like future and what maybe like they can gross and then you can sell it. So like, are you, would you be more in it? Is it more beneficial to be in it for hold on to it until it gets a lot of traction and a lot of value and then sell it? Or is it better to be in it because like you actually believe in what they're doing and you like enjoy the royalties that they're giving you or can you have either strategy? That's the thing, right? It's, it's, it's all the above. You want to pick and choose the ones that you're really confident in that you want to stick with for the long term, like, like I said before, Borde Yacht Club. Before it was, it was at a very cheap price, and two years later, it crazy went up to two hundred thousand from the initial investment. So, so the people who stay with that would have had to stay and believe in that type of project, right? But I've invested in a bunch of different projects where I've bought it off from the initial price, and then once they've sold out, since the, um, the exclusive exclusivity. Uh, goes up the price goes up the value of it so then i bought it at that start price and i would sell it at whatever the higher prices and take that profit because i would just want out of that project and i'll because at the end of the day people are in it to make money right people Mm -hmm. are in it to make money for sure especially now since it's so new and it's volatile like a lot of people are dishing out a lot of money so people buy things all the time so you got to realize that and pick and choose and you can't just just sit there and put all your money in it in one certain thing because it could go to zero just like anything but yeah it it is you pick and choose right a lot of it you want to make money off of one more or you could hold it longer and make even more money and reap the benefits of whatever they give you right all right i think i think jules looks confused enough down there i think i think that's hasn't jules hasn't said anything in a while it's like cold it's like (laughs) i don't think see i don't think jules is following what you're saying that's why yeah I don't know if Jules is, I don't know if that P brain of his is able to even understand what the hell in it. What does NFT stand for, actually? Non fungible token. Interesting. Non fungible <laughs> token. Did you know that, Jules? I knew that, actually. That's the one thing I did know. All right. Well, Baker, we appreciate we appreciate all the information. Now let's get to something that Jules is going to be uh, able to easily follow, and that's yeah, basketball talk. Jules, that's start basketball it up, man. Talk. Start it up. This is you right here. This is your part of the podcast. This is your part of the podcast. Right. This, is, this is where you shine, Jules. So the ESPN, right? So everybody know that NBA came out with their top 75 list, and then they did a top 10 list. Listen, I already had a first problem with the top 75. No Dwight Howard. I mean, why is Damon Lillard in there? No Tony Parker. It's a, it's a shame. It's embarrassing. But – their top 10 might have been even worse. How do you not have Shaquille O'Neal or Hakeem Olajuwon in your top 10? Let me just, let me just give you some stats about Hakeem Olajuwon. Well, first, we're going to start with a quote from Michael Jordan. 
he said he'd take the dream over any other center. That's Michael Jordan. That's MJ, number one. And he also he ended his career as the, the all-time leader in blocks. Can I interest you in that? You like that, Cole? All-time leader in blocks? That's pretty good, right? Who's this? Hakeem Olajuwon, all-time leader oh in blocks. Oh, my God. MJ. You're starting off with Hakeem Olajuwon. Bro. This kid has literally been – I don't know how long he's been sucking off Hakeem Olajuwon for, but he doesn't give up. <laughs> he, I got to at least credit you for that. You, you don't stop. Even when, even when Hakeem the Dream, man, he was he was there though. He was definitely that guy. All time leader in blocks. Can I interest in that? One of four players. One of four players in league history. But how tall was he? Also, he dude was like, like six, eight, six, like ten, bro. I don't even know how, how tall was it. Yeah, he's one of four players to record a quadruple double. You know what that means? More than ten points, ten assists, ten rebounds, ten blocks. Can I introduce another? Was seven, seven foot tall. He should be grabbing everything off, off the board. <laughs> Thank you. Thank also, you. Also, he became the only player in NBA history to win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Finals MVP in the same season. Not Michael Jordan, not Kareem, not LeBron, Hakeem Olajuwon. And he has two championships. You know how many championships the Rockets have in their history? Two. two. And he's on both those teams. And he has both Finals MVPs. Yeah, you that know. That man's not a top 10 player. I don't know how, and he beat. You know, he beat in the finals. You know, you know how many? You know how many rings uh, Golden State has? Three. How many? Steph Curry's been on how many? Three. How many so why? Why don't? Why, so I mean, then he should be in front right there. Three rings of two. He's in front. He's also the greatest shooter, shooter of all time. He has the most three point shoot, uh, most three point baskets of all time. Just like Hakeem has the most blocks of all time. Except Steph's not done yet. Hakeem's already done. So why are you putting Hakeem over over Steph right now? I forgot. Is basketball a, a one side of the ball game, or we play defense? Right? You play defense uh, in basketball okay. too, right? Defense. We'll forget about the two-time defensive, defensive player of the year, MVP, and guess who he beat in the finals? One of the best centers of all time, Ewing in 1994. And then who did he beat the year after? I don't know. He's not even a top. He's not even like top three in his position. How are you going to put him top ten overall? He's not top three. No, he's not. I see. I see Wilt Chamberlain. I see Bill Russell, and I see Shaq in front of him. That's not even yeah, counting Bill Russell. Bill, Bill, Bill Russell. Russell Give me a break. They were playing his mailman back then. Give me a break. Eleven rings. Eleven. He Bro, can't eleven rings. Like that is. He has to double up on one. Say, I'll give you Will. I'll give you Will. They literally had to change. Will you give me Shaq? Will. Will you give me Shaq? My top ten. Will you give me Shaq? I was about to say. So the number three ranked center of all time is top ten all time. Guess who? Guess who? And centers becoming less and less valuable. Guess who? Oh, we're gonna cover that later. Don't worry, buddy. It's coming back. Yeah, we will. Guess who swept Shaq in 1995? Went in the finals. Guess, guess who swept them? 4-0. Put him a beat down. Hakeem Wajuan. Congrats. Shaq even. All right. So guess how many rings Shaq has? Oh god, he has Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Oh, who's but, also, but then, but then people use that against player. Kobe. That Kobe has Shaq. <laughs> who's also who's also a top ten player? He's on my list, top ten. And he's on their list, top yeah. ten. Hakeem did this by himself, basically. All right, Jules. He, Jules. Jules. He's in my top go, ten. Jules, go go one to ten right now. Go one, one to ten. ten in order. In, in order. order, in order. One Jordan, two LeBron. <laughs> yeah, you, the first name, the first name is a mistake. You already have a mistake. No, it's not. No, it's not. Nah, Jordan's definitely one. Can I go? Oh Can God. I go? Baker's Can on I go? Yeah. Two. I'm fighting alone here. Am I giving? My, am I giving my ten or? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go, bro. You go. You go. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Larry, Duncan, Kobe, Shaq, Hakeem, Wilt. If you have any other way, you're wrong. Those are the top ten. Greatest basketball. That's player. actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It got a lot better. Uh, that's that's Hakeem at ten is still blasphemous. I want to I want to hear B- Bakes side of the story here. Bakes, I can't believe you're going to side with this kid with Jordan. 
Bro, Jordan, he's got to be number one, bro. Where's Zankan when you need him, bro? That is the most influential basketball player of all time, dude. It has to be. Six so Steph, but Steph's left off of the, off the top ten. Yeah, Not only... Bro, you got to realize back then, dude, the way Jordan put on, it was like no one has ever seen that shit from an athlete any, anywhere before. In any That's time true. Before. I mean, he, he's, he was a popular – he was a pop culture icon. He He's the Jordan brand. He's literally – when people think of basketball, they think of him. But I'm not talking about when people think of basketball. I'm talking about who's the greatest basketball player ever in terms of skill set. And it, 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 ha- it actually has to be LeBron James. It actually has to be. What, what can Jordan do other than score better that LeBron can't do? And LeBron's averaging 29 points a game in his 19th season this year. Uh, play defense. Defensive player of the year, Michael Jordan. How many defensive play of the years with LeBron? Had? Yeah, he, and then and yeah. he won he won a couple of defensive play of the years at the beginning of his. I think he won like two at the beginning of his career, and then he just gave up on defense too. Oh, what about this? Can I, ten times scoring champion, ten times. Scoring yeah, I champion. said scoring. When when has he ever led the league in assists like uh, LeBron did last year in his 18th career year? When has he ever led the league in assists? He didn't. He didn't need to though. Le- LeBron right, had, you know what, just like LeBron you know doesn't LeBron need to lead, has a, lead the league in points because you know LeBron, LeBron has LeBron is a pass first guy and you're comparing it, the scoring ability of, to, of Jordan to him. You know what LeBron has on Jordan? LeBron takes care of himself. He's been in the league for I mean forever. Oh, and... it's his fault that he that he's not oh. out gambling every night and fucking that's smoking crack <laughs> and whatever the hell Jordan did. I don't. Even, did, I, you, I, did you hear what I said? I said that's what LeBron has on Jordan. He took care of himself. He's having a long career. I mean, we don't know when he's going to be done. He's still playing right now. Still playing at a high level. So you got to give him longevity. Uh, he should be one of the front. Passing. Runners. You got to get. I give passion a little run. Obviously. No shit. Rebounding. Uh, rebounding. Yeah, I guess so. He's bigger. Give you guess edge. so. Give him that edge. He's he's bigger. But uh, dude, when it came down to it, you, who who would you want in a game? That's what I think. If we're going to the park right now, who's number one pick? I'm not talking if if I'm going to the NBA Finals right now, I'm taking LeBron. If I'm going to a park, sure, maybe I'll take Jordan. If you're going to NBA Finals, you're picking LeBron. <laughs> over Jordan. I don't know. About, yep. I don't, a guy who's going to pick a guy who's, who's four yep. and what? What is he? Four and eight? Four and something? What is he? Four and nine? I don't even know. What I didn't. Oh, I didn't know Jordan had to play Golden State fucking three times in the championship. When has Jordan ever faced anyone who's been even remotely as good as Golden State was? In the championship, the Pistons, bro, the bad boys. The Lakers, not in the championship though. His first but he did lose to the, the bad boy guy. Pistons. But it wasn't the, the championship. But it, how, how many times did uh, Jordan make it out of the first round without Scottie Pippen? Zero, zero times. How many Hall? How many Hall? Zero times. Hall times. LeBron team. took a team he when he was like 61. nineteen with some guy with Verjao as their second option to the NBA Finals. He scored Verjao. What's his first name? I don't even know who Verjao is. He was he was in the Celebrity All Star game the other day. Actually, was That's he? How bad he <laughs> But listen, 61 on the Celtic, one of the best Celtics teams of all time. That was like one of the best basketball teams of all time. They're like four or five Hall of Fame. In a, in a, in a loss. You, you, love, you love huge numbers and, and games that people lose. You must be a huge Damian Lillard fan. You probably love Damian Lillard. Nope, I don't. Nope. All right, Baker. Well, I, I mean, I, I asked you like five minutes ago about your list, and then I just went off on a rant. I'm sorry. Do, do, do you have a – you might not have a top ten list prepared, but, you know, do, do you think – Any changes? Yeah. So, so the, the official one that ESPN has, one, Jordan, two, LeBron, three, Kareem. If that's not your top three in whatever order, LeBron or Jordan one, you're, you're crazy. I honestly think. Like, I saw Jay Williams put Kobe at three. Relax, dude. Um, Magic, four. Wilt, five. Bill Russell, six. Bird, seven. Tim Duncan, eight. Oscar Robinson, nine. And Kobe, ten. How do you feel like about Bill that? Bill Russell Baker? at six is... 
It's criminal, dude. I don't know. Too low? I feel like it's yeah, no, it's too high, bro. I feel like yes, sir. Get I don't know, bro. Out like, of here. like Bill Russell should at least be he's not even top. What, what he's six? He put him at six. They put yeah, ESPN had him at six. Oh, they're wild. And Kevin Durant awesome. would actually murder Bill Russell. He would murder him. And what you think? And they one on one, he'd murder him. Okay. What does one on one have to do with five on five basketball? All right, Bill Russell, dude, who are they playing back then? Seriously. And we'll we'll average 40. You're talking about a man who has two rings and has not won by himself yet compared to a man who won by himself 11 times. All right, we're talking about this. If he's so good, why would he put up? Can you stop interrupting Baker, by the way? Bro is just like, bro bro is just protecting Bill Russell. And now he's like, now he's on. Will Chamberlain averaged 50 back then. He averaged 50. He averaged 50 in a season, dude. 50 points a game in a season. Who? Will Chamberlain. Yeah. In the same era as as uh, and then lost boy, in the Bill championship. Russell. Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, because it was Will against everybody else. This man was going. It was Will points. against Russell, is what it was. He he had some help, obviously. Name, yeah, name one other person on Bill Russell's team. What is it? One Celtics legend. Who? <laughs> I forgot his name. Yeah, great, good job. It was really Go. Will versus everybody, huh? John Havlak. Right? Havlak was on that shit. Yeah, was he? I think he was. Who's on that team? Studs. Studs. He had a super team. All right, Baker, where would you put Bill Russell then? Outside of the top 10? Not outside the top 10. Now, now Jules has got me, got me thinking because of Will. I'd probably 50, put him at 50 a I'd, game. I'd probably put him at five, honestly. Five, six is actually not bad. Hey, five, Baker's coming around to Bill. Bro, they had Bill like, actually. Because yeah. what? You got Jordan. LeBron, Kareem, Will. Then, then I would say, I would say Billy, Billy wow. Boy. Where, where you put in Magic? You put in Magic at six, then right behind him, or Bird, be Magic and then Larry, Larry. And then Larry. Okay. And Is then, Kobe after that or what? Tim Duncan, Duncan and then Tim Duncan in front of him, okay. and then Kobe. Larry's getting disrespected. All right, that's Larry's nine. Got, Larry's got to be in there. What's, top what's top. that number ten? That's nine. Hakeem. Gotta be. No. You said Hakeem. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let him know. I got to go. I got to go. Back to back season. I got to go. Shaquille. There you go. There you go. go. Got swept by Hakeem. Swept. Shaquille. You're the one who always backs up Shaq, too. I do. But Hakeem. I've never seen seen Hakeem Olajuwon absolutely embarrass people like Shaq did. Shaq was the most unstoppable force in the league for like five, ten years. Hakeem. Hakeem What's his name? What's that dude that scored 80? David Robinson, another Hall of Famer, got embarrassed by Hakeem. Like people put a stain on his career. Wow! Congratulations, that's, Shaq embarrassed plenty of Hall of Famers. What's your point? I'm definitely putting Yao Ming at 11, though, for sure. <laughs> Yao Ming has to be 11, bro. Dude, it's such a crime that he wasn't in the top 75. And Kevin Durant will be in there. Was in the top 75? I don't think so. Was Yao Ming in the top 75? I don't think he was. I don't think so. I don't think so. Kevin Durant will be there. Don't worry. Be in my top 10 Julius too. Irving at 14 is way too high. Moses Malone at 15 is way too high. Steph Curry is better than both of those clowns. Let's be real. No, I, I don't want to call. I don't want to call Dr. J a clown. But if we're comparing, if you're taking Dr. J over Steph Curry, no. please, please. Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. That that dude literally changed the game by himself. Exactly. Wow. Where, where's right. Kevin on that list? 12. 12. Top 10. He's coming, baby. Don't worry. Who, right. KD? KD's 12? Yeah. Like the greatest score of all time. Does that count for something? 
Kevin Durant is the freak of nature. Ke- okay, so Durant- so so once so once KD becomes the greatest scorer of all time, and Jordan no longer holds that title, does LeBron become the greatest player of all time? No, no. There's nobody more clutch than Jordan. Jordan is he's he's like a different he's in a different like yeah. There's nothing more clutch than losing first round whenever you don't have Scottie Pippen. That's pretty fucking clutch. You know, all right. Anyways, anyways, my list. I have LeBron James one. Michael Jordan too. You see how he like started that out? He's like LeBron James one. LeBron James he said it under his breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because like, maybe we've been talking about it for 15 minutes. I figured you guys would already know. All right, go. Go. Kareem three. Wilt four. Larry five. Magic six. Russell seven. Kobe eight. Duncan nine. Mm, Duncan eight. Kobe nine. Shaq 10. Actually, fuck it. No. Yo, shut up, ESPN. Give me an ad. What did I say? All right. So I had I had Wilt 4, Larry 5, Magic 6, Russell 7, and then Duncan 8, Shaq, Kobe 9, Shaq 10, I think. Do I want to put Shaq in front of Tim, though? Maybe I put Shaq at 8 and Tim at 9 and Kobe at 10. I think that's my final. Jeez. Shaq at eight, ESPN. Tim at nine, Kobe at ten. Kobe at ten is like actually the perfect spot. I saw a lot of people debating that like he should be top five easily. I don't. Dude, I like, Kobe's the one that's like he, he's everywhere in somebody's list. Like some have him in the top yeah. five, top four. So people have, he's valid. He's valid anywhere in the top ten. He is valid anywhere in the top ten. Like you honestly won't get an argument out of me. I can't believe yeah. I, I. I don't know if I can put Larry at five. And actually, I put Larry at five. I don't know. I feel like people usually have magic in front of Larry, but like they're they're like one, they're like five A and five B. Like they were just yeah, so competitive with each other. They were like they just define that era of basketball so well. Like it's impossible to put one of them in front of the other. I think they have to be right next to each other on any list. I really think you can't leave Shaq out of your top ten. I think ESPN really fucked up. He's yeah, really, I agree. This is one of the most dominant basketball players. I mean, obviously, yes, he didn't take care of himself. It was kind of a joke at the I end. I don't think you can leave career. Bill Russell off your top ten either. So you fucked up. Obviously, yeah, you, rings, but you don't have Bill Russell in your top ten. You're, you're just, just for the fact it's, of it's having hard, eleven dude. rings, bro. Like that is wild. That is so wild. Double. It's digit. really too hard to do the errors, dude. It's it's so different. The basketball is so different. The talent's different. Now it's really hard to do it. it really. Is. When the likes of okay, so let, let's see current players who are who are close. Obviously, we talked about KD twelve. Steph is sixteen. Giannis is eighteen. <laughs> that's incredible um, how old is Giannis bro like 26 Giannis is 18 so those are those are the three Chris Paul's 29 those are the three closest active players or four closest active players out of those four I don't think CP3 obviously creeps in the top 10 out of those three so Giannis is fucking young obviously and already at 18 27. he's already he's only two spots behind Steph Curry and he's 27 years old he's been Ooh, playing in the league for nine years yeah that's right so so right now, Giannis is on track to be a top three player of all time. If you realistically think about it, he's only twenty seven. You think he's? A, he, you think he? Three. Dude, I don't know if anyone can ever top the top three, right? Yeah. Like the current top three, maybe four, maybe in front of Will. I don't know if he can ever pass Kareem. Dude, I don't know. Twenty seven. Kareem's the all time leading scorer right now. Dominant, most unstoppable shot of all time. That. Where's Carmelo in that list? Nowhere to be seen. Huh? Fifteen. Oh. Um, so out of Giannis, Steph, and KD, 
one, two, or three, or zero? How many of them creep into the top ten? KD and Giannis. Bakes and Bakes Angels. I want to hear. It. You said out of who? KD, Giannis, and Curry. KD, Giannis, and Curry. How many of them? One, two, three, or zero creep into your top ten once all their careers are said and done? And who are you kicking off? Oh wow, we're we're getting. So does that, that mean does that mean in fifteen years Kobe's not going to be a top ten player of all time? Yep. Uh, I feel like he might, he might get kicked out. But I don't know. The thing is, bro, it's hard with Kobe because, like, he's so influential to, like, so many different people and, like, the coming generation, especially now, that, that the like, what he did. Like, that's so many of the new players' game is Kobe, which, which I feel like why he's sort of cemented in that top ten, just, like, outside of what he's done. But – but then you, you got to think about Curry coming in, into that. Obviously, I think Curry's obviously breaking the top 10. KD, I think, is obviously going to break the top 10. I think out of those three, maybe who might lack out of it might be Giannis. No way. Really? I feel like out of, out of that, but if I mean, Giannis, think about it. Like, if Giannis keeps up what he's been doing the past, like, three years yeah. for 12, year, 12, 12 more years, 10, 12 more years, I think, I think he's up there top five. Honestly, I think all three of them could. And then they could all they'll all break it. But then, right, then so, push out, right? So that means you'd have to push out likely what? your eight or eight, nine, and ten spots, which for me were Shaq, Tim Duncan, and Kobe. That's exactly where mine mine was too. I think I think that could definitely happen. So you're Duncan? pushing so you're pushing out Duncan, Shaq. Oh man, I don't know. Duncan and but you're right that. though. Like I think it's just so. It, and Jules is right too. It's literally so hard to debate basketball because there's just so many different moving parts. There's so many different components to the game. Yeah. So many different you gotta, eras. You gotta look at like that the different eras, like how influential they were to the the, the future generations. You know what I mean? How they did because it's hard to compare the two. And I think I think the debate between like most important and then best is what is what is really different. So if we're talking about most important, Jordan is 110% one. Yeah, exactly. But then like Kobe, you can say he's top three. I mean, like you said, how many people in the league right now model their game after Kobe or say they model their mindset after Kobe? Or I mean, look at, how many, like, look at how many people were just absolutely devastated and heartbroken when he died. That's why I think a lot more players have Kobe like ranked so high because they like look up to him, respect him. I think more like, just like people like us, that's why I think we have Kobe like eight nine because obviously yeah. we didn't we couldn't be in the experience like how he was or in person and stuff. So that's why I think people respect him the most in players. But I don't know, dude. Giannis, I mean, LeBron won his first championship at twenty seven, and Giannis just won his championship last year, and I think he was twenty six, mm-hmm. and he had a Finals MVP. So I mean, he's on track. He already has he two did. MVPs, two MVPs, and he did that's it. He did it. He did it kind of a, like way more alone than than LeBron did for his first. LeBron was surrounded yeah, exactly. by the Heat. Yeah. If you want, I, I don't want to say Giannis did it alone because he had Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and a pretty decent Bucks team. Chris but, Middleton is not even the same. But Chris Middleton is nine or near D Wade or even or Chris Bosh. I don't even think he's in the same conversation. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh with that guy in Toronto. But uh, think about this: a couple years ago, like four to five years ago, the Bucks were a joke. I mean, they were a joke franchise. They weren't going anywhere. Yeah, for years, dude. And, he, and Giannis freaking won a championship. Obviously, we know what the circumstances was. It was uh, there was no LeBron wasn't even in the championship. The Lakers were out, and they beat the, the the Suns. Which I mean, the Suns are doing uh the Bucks justice right now by dominating everybody. Be the first because now they look like a much tougher opponent. 
everybody thought that was just a joke. Like, oh, they beat the Suns. Like, that was a one season wonder. But now the Suns are like dominating again. I think it looks better for Giannis. Exactly. So it looks better for Giannis. To be honest. You probably said, was that a tougher opponent than? What What were you Were you about to say Golden State? You were about no, to say Golden no, State. His first championship. Would it be the Spurs in the match? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's I guess that's pretty close. The Spurs had that I mean, big three though. Basically, and it came down four. to, and it came down to Ray Allen like hitting that shot. Wild. I mean, Giannis won in six. Was I that mean, the first championship they won? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Who'd they beat the second time? The Heat. Spurs again? I think Spurs twice, yeah. I think it was the Spurs, yeah. So was Ray Allen's the first or second? I feel like it was the second. Could be wrong. Uh, But but then he won that one in Cleveland. LeBron is the most iconic one. I mean, down 3-1. Now we got it. So – now, outside of the top 10, now we got to think about players currently playing right now that could maybe creep into the top 25. I mean, there's just so there's so much talent now. It's actually ridiculous. Joel yeah, Embiid, like, I think Joel, be, Joel Embiid will be top 25. I don't. You don't think so? Nope. What about Jokic? Let's see who's 25 on the list right now. 25 on the list right now is David Robertson, then John Stockton, and Karl Malone. You're going to compare... Joel Embiid to those three guys. All right. What, what if James Harden gets a ring? What about James Harden? Where's James Harden on this list? James Harden is. Wow. He's nowhere fucking near. Kawhi Leonard's 33. Yeah, James Harden would have to do some. Yeah, he's a scoring. James Harden's at 50. Boy. He's at 50? People forget he wasn't that good at, at Oklahoma State. And now he's just like like John was just alluding to. He's just a scorer. So he he's a one of the best like scorers you've ever seen. But that's right all now. he is. Yeah, but the, the thing is, dude, you're on a team like like Kyrie, KD, whatever, and then you're you're mad that it's not ISO ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to learn how to adapt. You can't just be on your own one place out and expect that to carry you to places, especially when you're on a team like that. So if also, one, gets a ring. one ring, one ring doesn't do it for me. What if he gets a ring one and an MVP? Giannis already has one ring. What if he gets a finals MVP? And, and two MVPs. All right, what about Chris Paul? You boys had 29. What if he gets a ring and an MVP? Where, where He's he done going? way more than James Harden has in his career. <sighs> and James Harden is a bona fide choker. And, I mean, Chris Paul has proven that he's also chokes a lot. But three-time scoring champ, assist leader, Freaking six all in first team. I think it's NBA. also important to wow. note that the NBA did also change the rules to make James Harden more stoppable. Exactly. Because they yeah. they they changed. Was that this year or two years ago? Where like the changed like the there was a season was. where James Harden was dropping like you had like back to back fifty point games. He, he had, dropped he had like that 40 streak. Nights. Yeah, he had like a forty point or fifty point game no, streak. That's what it was. He was also shooting like twenty free throws a game or some some like exactly. crazy. You couldn't stop him once he, when James Harden. That's why they had range. to change the rules, bro. You exactly. would like bump yeah, into him and he would the have rules like were soft as fuck too, dude. When he wanted you to rack, dude, you gotta hack him. But I, I mean, look at look at these. He averaged thirty six one season, thirty six and seven. I mean, for a season that's ridiculous. That's another yeah. argument for this list. I mean, the game has just changed so much. It is so much less physical now. What the guys back then had to go through versus now. 
I mean, James yeah. Harden was going to the free throw line 30 times a game. If Jordan was able to do that, think about how many points Jordan could have scored. See, that's why it's tough. I think basketball is one of the tougher ones, honestly. What about Luca? You guys I was him? literally just thinking about Luca too. I think he has to break that top 25 for the end of this year, bro. Before, he, before he's done, bro, come on. What about like Trey and Ja too? No the Young Bucks. That's that's I don't know. Top 75, maybe. Yeah. I feel like now it's hard to tell with them. Same with Luca, though. I just think Luca's upside is just wild, dude. And like and he's been oh, doing it. He's been doing it before the NBA, too. I mean, he yeah, was exactly. when and he was quiet, a young and I had 33. I mean, if he gets another one, but he can't stay healthy, I do. He just can't stay healthy. Has yeah. he even played this year? Nope. Does, does uh, he plan on it? Yeah, you still have no idea what he's gonna do. I mean, his injuries have been ridiculous. Remember, we sat out in the Spurs too for like until he eventually traded him. Like that was ridiculous. Too. That was so dumb. But when he's healthy, dude, I mean, he's he's a top, he's a top three, four player in the league. Agreed. That's but, Baker's uh, guy, isn't it? Oh, Aren't you a Raptors guy or something? No, nah, that was DeRozan, bro. DeRozan, oh. that's what DeRozan's my DeRozan's going crazy this year. He's he's one of the MVP candidates, bro. So are you a Bulls guy? Nah. Nah. I just your love for DeRozan is fizzled. Like DeRozan, yeah. Because I'm gonna throw a name out there. I'm gonna throw a name out there. I'm gonna get laugh at. You know how I'm going. You know where I'm going, go. For what top 25? No, top 75. We finished top 75. He will finish top 75. Jason Tatum. Why would I laugh at you for that? Because oh. it's a lock. You think it's a walk? Yep. Jay's team to finish top 75 he's, all the time. He's 17 right now, bro. This man's crazy. <laughs> he's he's, so he's still a teenager, bro, and he's out here putting up buckets. Not, nah, but seriously, though, I mean, he's gotten better every single year. He's showed the past 15 games that he's starting to become more of a playmaker. He's obviously a lethal scorer. He's probably a top 10, top 10, top 12 player in the league right now. If he continues that for 15 years, of course, he's top 75. Who's 75 on the list right now? I get absolutely 75 on the list right now is, is Dame, Dame Lillard. And bef- and number 76 is Bill Shar- Sharman. You're telling me he's not better than Bill Sharman, who played for 11 years <laughs> and averaged 17.8 points a game and four rebounds and three assists? He's not better than Dave Bing. <laughs> Or or Dave Debouchier, <laughs> yeah, no. that's another one, dude. Dame, Billy dude. Cunningham. Like, what's the story with Dame? Like, get freaking booted out of the top seventy-five. He should. And AD seventy-one as well. He should. Dame should Damn. be. Dame should not be on this list. Is that Russ a hot is sixty-eight? Ooh. Yeah, that's well, like Dame Russ actually. Dame actually put on the, the greatest shooting performance I've ever seen in my life. Agree, but was, we've all seen actually, that meme that came out very recently. Seen. We all seen that meme that came out very recently. His career started off with one rookie, one rookie of the year, of the year. and that's all he players. has still. That's still all he has. He has five second-team All-NBAs and one first-team All-NBA, Zero impressive enough. But, buddy, I need, a, I need a, a finals appearance. I need some sort of playoff success. You can't just – I don't know. Dame's hard because he's loyal to a fault, but I don't know, man. It's such a such a hard debate, it really is. It is a hard debate. Anybody like, else do you think? Like, look at some of these names, bro. Like, who is Billy Cunningham? Also, who's Dolph Shayaz? Carmelo Anthony at sixty nine. Russ at sixty eight. That's too low. 
Paul Arisen, Lenny Wilkins, Hall Greer. All right, now we're getting into some names. Paul Pierce at 62. That seems kind of low, too. Um, it's very low. Tell me Paul Pierce in the top 50 player. Who was that again? Oh, um, Dwight Howard. Baker. Should Dwight Howard be on this list? Mm, absolutely. Let, let, let's look at let, – let's go – let's – Let's gander at Dwight Howard's numbers here. Look at his numbers. I mean, right off the top of my head, I think you should, but I got to see like once. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. For, for like three Fif- seasons in a row, was the best player in the league, not even close, dude. 11 rebounds. No, but he was, he was going crazy. I just don't know. Eight times all-star. Five-time rebounding champ, two-time block champ. And I just knew that he he just needed a ring or something, dude. He has a ring three, now. Three straight defensive players of the year. Three straight. Ready? Ready? NBA champion. Five straight first team All-NBA. NBA champion. Actually, yeah. Eight-time NBA All-Star. Five-time All-NBA All first team. Two-time NBA third team. One-time NBA second team. Three-time NBA defensive player of the year. Four-time NBA All-Defensive player yeah, of the year. No, Two-time blocks leader. Five-time rebound leader. How? How is... How that is, is criminal. How is AD in front of that? How is AD in front of that? How is how is Dane Lillard ahead of that? How is he's, Billy he's, Cunningham in front of that? He was one of the best defensive players to play, right? So I feel like they just I don't know. There's, there's lack of respect for, for that also, side of things. Plus, it must be. I don't know how Dwight Howard was not ahead of Dane Lillard. Like you actually can't even make. He led Dwight he Howard led that was, abysmal Orlando team to an NBA yeah, championship. The second best player was like Turkolo, whatever the hell his name was. It. I mean, he didn't they, win it with them. He went to the finals at least. Dame hasn't even been to the conference finals. Yeah, yes. Oh, he's been in one conference finals. Got yeah, he lost, swept. He lost one conference. Swept by the Warriors, I think. Uh, I think it was five. Might be. It might have been a sweep, though. But, yeah, not a good showing. Dude, AD, AD deserves to be on that, too. AD does not deserve to be on it in front of Dwight, though. No, in front. He, he, should, be, he should be ahead. Of, he's ahead of Dame, but Dwight, I don't know. Uh, it's because he was he was a big role in that championship, dude. They really they take that into big time consideration. I'm not I'm not loving AD's like look right now. That's all I'm saying. Right now, no, I'm not like I'm not I'm is... not loving his look. Like the dude's made a glass. He, he's supposed to be taking the reins from LeBron. He hasn't proven that he can do that. I'm not loving it. I think I think what's his name is a lock though for top fifty. Jokic. I really do. Great segue, Jules. John Baker, are big men back? Carl Carl Anthony Towns won the shooting, won the three point contest this year, which is supposed to be a guards contest. We got Jokic and Embiid looking like top three MVP, hidden hidden twenty five foot jumpers. Jokic passing like Chris Paul. I mean, you got these big men that are standing at seven foot, showcasing skills as as guards. Are, is did the league go from big men back when the old days played, back when Russ and Wilt were there, and even back to like maybe a little bit before Shaq, but but back when Shaq was playing, then to a guards league with the initiation and the revolution of Steph Curry, and now back to a big is it a big man's game again? I think I think it, it's it's turning into that because I mean the way the game is just played now, like. If you're a big man, I feel like, especially being the size like Joel Embiid, like Giannis, like like players like that, when you're driving to the hoop, you're they're gonna be like in order to stop them, you gotta be physical with them. But then, a half the time it's a foul. So 
it's it's like what what can you really even do at, at this point against players like that like and especially now that they're adding to their bag more like like you said like players like cat are learning how to shoot threes like Giannis shooting threes Joel just pulling up for whatever like it's like they're getting to the point where it's like their height their KD, weight 611 the way they play is just unguardable like what like I'd be watching games and I just see Joel and B like driving to the hoop. It's like that back, dude. What are you? That's why I think. That's why I think the center position is back because it was gone for a while. Because obviously the three point Steph Curry, and then these people evolved. Everybody started taking more threes. I mean, imagine Mm -hmm. Shaq taking threes back then. You couldn't even imagine this. That's that is Jokic, uh, Giannis starting to get a shot. Quality talent and and Embiid. But first it was like all you do was guard down low and they're too slow and all that. Now they're stepping back. They're taking threes and they can bully you in the paint. But, I mean, every phase, any way you want a bucket, they can give it to you. But funny yeah. enough, center's back. Funny enough, it evolved. The the reason why it's not wild to think about a um, big man like Cat shooting a three as it as it was for Shaq is because of guards like Steph Curry who have revolutionized the importance of the three point shot. So you can basically blame guards for why centers are now taking it over because now they're like, oh, you guys are valuable because you can shoot three. Well, I'm going to learn how to shoot a three. I mean, even think about who's projected to be the number one overall pick this year. The the kid from Gonzaga, Chet or whatever. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Holmgren. He's what? 6'11", seven, seven feet? Something like that. He's a big man. He's going to be the number one pick. He's pulling up 30 feet from the basket, 25 feet from the basket. I mean, that that's just it, – I think it's going to – if it's if the center position isn't already back, isn't already the most prominent position in the league, it will be within the next five. And you think about like who was in the finals last year, DeAndre Ayton, that's their big man. He was a beast. And you had Giannis, who I'm I'm calling it whatever position he plays, but yeah, he's, yeah I'm considering him a big man, dude. He's like he's like six eleven, seven feet tall. He's yeah, a big yeah. man. And then the year before that, look, it was Anthony Davis, and then uh, he was the big man. And then they had Bam out of bio. So I mean. I think you need a, a an all star level center. I mean, even LeBron is LeBron considered a big man? I mean, he's a he's a he played power forward for most of his career. True, I think he's you definitely need a big he's man. certainly not a guard. I'll tell you that. That's why I think the Celtics are they're getting so good right now because we have a we have Williams who's an, an animal. Bro, you need, you need Robert a Williams man. and then Al Horford, veteran, right? And then pick Tice back up. Like you need. Because that was a problem with the Celtics too for a while. The past years, like we really had no one, like no one as our center to be like hold it down. Like yeah, we had Al Horford the past few years, but behind him, who do we have? Like Canner? Like no, it doesn't work like that. Like you need you need solid centers in order to build like an actual championship team. That's why I actually think the Nets the Nets struggle sometimes because they they had KD, which you can call him big man, but I'm not calling him big. He's too too skinny. But uh, he was getting bullied by Giannis. They had nobody stop Giannis. LeBron, Honestly, I guess, I guess the best way to categorize like KD and LeBron are that they're wingers. They're not big yeah. men, I guess. They, you need a big man. Because I mean, listen, it's not even it's not even your big man has to be nasty on the offensive end. You got to realize since the big men now are good, right? You got to you need other good big men to cover them in games. Like like the reason why like we need to pick up Rob and Al and Tice is because we need big guy players to cover the Joel and Beads and Giannis's, right? Or else they'll just destroy your entire team. So I feel like not just on the offensive end, you need a good ass like defensive center as well. Yeah, exactly. A, so an athletic the, one too, because the, like the excellence if they switch on the guard. Forget about it. The excellence of Joel Embiid and Jokic is making other centers have to become better, or they're just expendable, and it's just making the entire position 
elevated that much more because yeah. you need to you need to play catch up or you're out of the league. Yeah, if you don't evolve that center, like look at Jahil Okafor. This man Howard dominating. He's gone now. He can't shoot a three. He was dominating in college. I think he was number one pick or number two, whatever he was. Two. I think he was number one. I think two. it was two. Two, but and then like he was good. He was putting up like eleven points in the rookie season. But guess what? The league evolves to three point. He can't shoot a three. And look at him. I don't even know where he is now. Willie Colley Stein, uh, Kentucky boy. Another one. He can't shoot three. Part part of the perfect squad that came up a little bit short, but he was went to the Kings, supposed to be this huge player. Even Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley is more of a winger than a big man, but you can consider him a big man. Where is he now? Where he got traded the to the Pistons. He had a he had a mean Pistons, dunk on, where, where, uh, where people go to die. Andre Drummond. He had a, Andre Drummond. He had a mean, <laughs> and I hear, yeah, you go, you go. Let's let's all thank Demarcus Cousins for what he did for this league. He he might have been he might have been the first one. He might have sacrificed himself for the Joel Embiid's of this world. He's not in the league anymore, no, no. or at least I don't think he is. But he was the first not, guy that I can I remember that played like yeah, I think he's on the bench, on the bench of the Bucks. I think. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, I believe so. Well, that man, that, that man deserves his flowers then, because he was the first guy that I saw who's probably he's on the Nuggets. I think well. the Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets. That's what it is. Wow. The Nuggets have DeMarcus Cousins and Nikola Jokic. Whew. I mean, Cousins in his prime. He was he was a 28 and 12, 28 and 10. Cousins 30 and 15 career average. His, his career average is still 20, 20 points, 10 like, rebounds. That's like. nuts, dude. And he like barely even played. Yeah. He's a beast. He fell on the sword but, uh, for the rest of the big men. Bro's 31 yep. years old. That's wild. Only 31, dude. That's ridiculous. But, I mean, uh, yeah. Can I we think of any more that. big men like that who might have uh, fallen on the sword? Any? I'd say Rudy Gobert on the defensive end, but okay. I yeah, That's Rudy. All... Rudy, I guess, is an exception, right? Because he Rudy's that good at defense. That well, they don't win though. That's another thing. They don't win. They win the regular season. I heard but... Spider might want out. That'd be interesting. Where do you go, Lakers? I don't know, but he's. What happens to the Jazz if he leaves, man? They missed their to, window. Back to New York. Yeah. And I mean, and Rudy, like, yeah, he's, he's a great center. He's, a star, he's an all-star, but they're not winning anything with him because he, he can't shoot the three. I mean, in the season, they're just going to clog the paint. And what's Rudy going to do? Decide to play defense. So, I mean, I don't know. So, will Everybody. Rudy be gone within the next, like, five years? Will he be irrelevant because he can't shoot? Or is, is his defense just that good? Uh, it's if if kinda... he slacks on defense, I don't, I don't think he'll be an all-star. I don't think he'll, he'll be as good as he is. He'll just be a... So, let's get some final guesses. Are, are the big men back? Are the big men... Absolutely. Three years from now, are the big men going to be, once again, the most important position? If not right now, once again, the most important position on the court? Yep. Yeah, I think so. I think Who's so, MVP too. race? Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. All guys that are taller than 6'10". Yep. It's ridiculous. I agree. Even even KD was leading it, and I know you said you don't consider him a, a big man, but whether you like it or not, he's 6'11 with a wingspan, probably that makes him like nine feet. So, And can move like a guard. All right. Unbelievable. Now, I have some some laundry to take out of the, to take out of the uh, dr- uh, washer and put it in the uh, dryer, and I, I'm only mentioning that because – Perfect timing. I'm going to bring up something that no one cares about other than YouTube clowns. 
the Tottenham Spurs and just soccer in general, you boys go at it. I'm going to go get my laundry, do my shit. Um, I have nothing to offer to this conversation anyways. And to, to be frankly honest, I don't care. So come on, Cole. Yeah, I'll see. I'll Sweet, see you guys. Dude. I'll see. You guys. I'll be back in like a couple minutes, so I'll catch some of the conversation. But go crazy. Imagine, imagine growing up all your life playing soccer and just not like being a fan of the the best league in the world, the best sport. I just, I, I really don't think he gives it a chance. He doesn't in give league it a in the world. It's not like, even. I don't give it a chance. I see oh, the hey, appeal. I see the appeal. Crawling back. He keeps crawling back. I see the appeal. There's just like you said one time, Jules. You can't follow every sport, and the amount of dedication it takes for me to follow soccer, I would have to give something else up, and I'm not ready to give anything else up yet. So, bro, bro, will sit there and watch every single baseball game, like 200 games, whatever, and this wasn't. Don't even watch a soccer game. Bro. I don't got the time for I soccer, bro. I got the time for baseball. You can't even watch a Champions League. Come on, dude. This guy's wilding, bro. He's wilding. All right, we're the, gonna talk about a topic. Passion. We're gonna talk what? about a topic that. Uh, that is very controversial. Listen, I think Harry Kane is literally the best player in the Premier League. I really think he is. This you man think is, he is? He's actually disgusting. Ah, the passing. He's clinical, dude. He's clinical. That game against City, dude. Did you see that first pass? To, to, I know he didn't get the assist because he gave it to Son and Son passed it to, uh, what's his name? Cool, let's see whatever his name is. But that first pass from Kane, dude, I mean, on like one dude. hand, I can name a striker that does that, dude. That was with his left foot, too. Like, he... Bro, just the, the what he does as a striker, like, all right, like his finishing is is one thing, right? He's probably one of the best finishers in the prem as a striker, but the way he his movement and like his movement, like the way he he like he'll start from striker and be at the, the top, and then he'll check in the middle towards middle and of the shield, field. Like, you can't the get the ball the off him, dude. Shield is like get off me, get off me this way, that way, body's dropping, and then they make a dime, dude. He'll send a dime, a dime piece with the left with the left peg across the field. And I know it doesn't run up there. He doesn't even look coordinated, but somehow he's dropping Does dimes. It. This man led the league in goals and assists last year, and nobody talked about it. Nobody even mentioned a word. You know why? Because why Why aren't the Spurs good? Seriously. They have Son, who I think is top 10 player in the league, and Harry Kane, who I think is the best player in the league. Them two tell together me, is, is wild. Tell um, me why you think this. Why they can't win championship. I think it's 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 the upper management, bro. Like, like Levy, our, our man, like – at the top, the owner. I mean, we had we had Jose Mourinho, dude. Like the fact that we were in a cup final, and we you were in a Champions League final. Yep. No, that too. That was with Pochettino, right? That was good, right? Poch, under Poch, we got to the, the Champions League final, like doing good under him, dude. Lucas, but then, yeah, that that's that was wild. But I don't know what, what what I don't know if it was the FA Cup or something. We were under the final under Jose, and then we sacked him. We sacked him before the final. How are you supposed to win a trophy if you sack your coach before the final? It doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. And this guy does not want to spend money at all in any of the transfer windows. And it's like, 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 what's the point? Like our defense is, is trash. We yeah, have Eric got, Dyer. You got rid of Vertonghen. At, at, at and, center uh, back. He's our center back. Dude's not a center back. I mean, he's, he's actually good. Eric Dyer is actually good, but it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's the management. It's crazy. And currently you guys sit you guys sit eight eight in the Premier League. I mean, this this team is way too good to be sitting eighth in the Premier League. You guys do have some games in hand on a uh, Wolves who's above you. So yeah. you're only behind one point. So if you if you take one like two points from the next game, you're gonna be above them. But this team should be in the Champions League, dude. No excuse for Harry Kane and Human Sun not to be playing in the Champions League. 
and, and it's bad too, bro, because Harry Kane is on his last year. So it's either he's re-signed or he's gone. And like this is our window exactly. now. If you guys don't ever. make Europe, if you don't make Europe this year, I think Kane's gone. And yeah. some of the I mean, he, he, he wanted to be gone last season. And then where do you go from there? Like it's such a big club. Like they, they built a new stadium, dude. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous stadium. It's big, it's huge. And then they're playing. How do you beat Man City? They beat Man City and lose to Burnley. And lose 1-0. to Burnley. Like, what's his name? Antonio Conte, the coach, was he was absolutely livid. He even said, like, I don't know, like, how this team shambles. like accepts this. Like, how can a team? Shambles, dude, dude shambles. Just, he's so inconsistent, dude. Like, he's like, he questioned himself. He said, maybe I'm not too good. Like, this man just beat man, the best team in the league and then yeah. lost to Burnley. That's what that's what Tottenham does to you, bro. He was like, he was like, something's gonna change in the club. Da 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 da. Like, listen, dude, something's gonna change in this club for several years. It's absolutely true. And it's it comes from the top, man. It comes from the top because at some point you can't have three legendary coaches: Pochettino, Jose Mourinho, and Antonio Conte, and then you not like do something, especially with the the skill set on the team. Like, I, I don't know. We're, defense just, needs work, dude. That's what it is, bro. Our defense is is tragic. You have thirty one Romero. But 32 suffer. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything with that. Yeah, no. But uh, I don't know. Do you see do you see them turning around before Harry Kane leaves or no? It's gonna be tough, bro. It's it's tough because Conte came in halfway through the season, right? Not even not halfway, but a little after the start. So he's got his work in place, right? He's trying to put in his new system and all the players gotta get involved, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's like a re- revolving door around there. It is. You need something in there, man. Definitely something. Yeah. I don't know. And then, uh, you want to sleep yet? No. But uh, the thing <laughs> is, dude, I think Man City and Liverpool are just they're just way too good for the league anyway. Like you guys aren't yeah. going to compete with them. But there's no reason you can't compete with that with Arsenal or Man United. Like Man United, I think Man United. Are shit, dude. I really think they're shit. No, even the boys bad. West Ham, yeah. Even my boys are okay. Dude, that's the thing, too. They, like, Man United is actually bad in their fourth place. They actually – they can't connect the pass. I don't think they can make four passes in a row. Dude. But it's just – goals against, they have 34, and you guys got 32. And they, and they played two more games. So, I mean – Wait, where's Tottenham uh, right now? We're eighth, eighth. bro. We're down. We're... So they what's what's relegation the standard? Oh, yeah, they're way above 18, 18, 19, 20. All right, so, so you're, you're not getting relegated. Huh? Yeah. Yes, but they have the best player in the league. Europa oh. League. Harry Kane. Harry Kane's the best player in the league. He, would, he, led, the, he led the league in goals. Isn't Cristiano time. Ronaldo in this league? That's your GOAT? And he's not even better than Harry Kane? That's your GOAT. I think Harry Kane's better than him right now. Right now, yeah. In the prem. I think, I think he's that's better than him That's right your now. GOAT, too. That's fucking wild. Yo, Baker, who's dude, your one GOAT? Dude's, Baker, one, who's your one GOAT? One 37. Definitely Messi. Messi, you're my GOAT. Wow. Wow. You know, man, I grew up watching Ronaldo, too. I mean, they're both, like... They saw Sergio Ramos' header, and then Ronaldo scored a penalty kick. He's like, oh, I'm a Ronaldo fan now. Nah, Ramos is the GOAT, though. The defender GOAT. That's, That's one goat. thing, dude. Ramos. You think PSG wins the Champions League? Honestly, I don't think they do, bro. They just choke all the time. I don't know. I feel like teams that just have so many good players like that just, just don't know how to... You know what I mean? There's too much star power. Yeah, and did you hear about Mbappe? I heard PSG literally gave him a check and said, write whatever number you want for your wage, bro. And he said no. He turned it down. Dude, I think because they're 
They're in League One, dude. Like, how much money do soccer teams have to offer? Well, PSG, they're in a different realm. Dude. They have so oil oil. But didn't Messi make like a stupid amount of money in Barcelona too? Yeah, but PSG's on a different level. Like PSG could probably buy Barcelona, bro. PSG's like why? What's so good about oil? They have oil like the, money, dude. The owners it's pretty much just like depends on the owners and like like a lot of European club owners are like are like Arabic like yeah. oil. Like Man City, they're like I think he's like the Prince of Saudi Arabia or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like, some nonsense. So money, they just they just shit money pretty much. Whatever. Even though Tottenham, Tottenham has money too. But listen, dude, we just don't use it. We have money, we just don't use it. It's like it's it's unbelievable. I don't know. They want to be a mid-table club. But that's Put me in charge of the funds, dude. I'm I'm bringing everyone to the club. I'm bringing Ramos over, Messi, everyone. I'm bringing the whole squad over. We just, need owners, we just need owners who love the sport. That's all. That's all it comes down to in, in most sports. Teams like in, in a sport like baseball, like the Mets are in good hands because Steve Cohen has money and he's willing to spend it. Like you said, John, Tottenham has money, but for some reason they don't like, why, why don't they spend it? It doesn't make sense to me. It, it like, especially if owners have that much money, like where adding players and creating an even better team is like not that much of a problem. Like why do they not spend money? That shit pisses me off. Yeah. I don't know. It's annoying. It's gotta especially be frustrating as a Tottenham fan. Especially if you uh, have one question. the best coaches. One more question before we change topics from soccer. But uh, who, who, who do you got going to the World Cup, Portugal or Italy? If they meet each other, one game, who, who's, get, who's getting in? It's coming up this March. I'm already shaking. Oh, I forgot about that. That's actually yeah, the wild. Honestly, dude. <laughs> Say dude, Look like, at the town Portugal has. I feel like Italy. Like you should Italy. go by <laughs> You see, I like Italy might. Don't be scared to say, it, Baker. Don't be scared to say. I'm it. sorry, bro. Ronaldo. It's sad though, because you, you don't want to see Ronaldo like not in the World Cup. Imagine like, Ronaldo missing a World Cup. Your go debate first. would end immediately. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen. Look at all this talent, dude. Juan Felix scored a diving header against Manchester United. Bro, Juan Felix was balling yesterday. He's yeah. actually nasty. Then he goes to the national team. He looks like he's got he's got pigeon toes. He got two left feet. I mean, it's like something about the national team, dude. They get like Bernardo Silva. This man, every time I check my phone, I see Bernardo Silva scored a goal. Dio Jota, oh, he scored a goal. Uh, Ruben Neves, he's playing like this. And then they come to the national team and they shit the bed, dude. I don't get it. I think it's the coach, honestly. Because remember in 2016 when Portugal won the Euro, dude? They were yeah. not they were not even close to as talented as they are today. But you know what? That, that coach, is, he's a defensive coach, and they grinded out results. This team... He's still trying to play like defensive when you have some of the best players in the world playing in the best leagues. I think it's the coach, honestly. But uh, we'll see. It's one game. We'll see. We'll see. But does Tottenham, so does Tottenham like have no chance of like winning the Prem? Yeah. yeah what about in the next like? What about in the next like four years? That's what we're talking about. Like if they don't make your, if they don't make the Champions League or Europe League this year, Harry Kane's probably gonna go. So our, our best player is on his contract expires in the summer. So oh, that's such an. I never have, dude. They have cool. Listen to this. They have two top ten players in the league, and they're in eighth, bro. Who's the other one? And and our goalie is a World Cup. Hunmin Son, dude. He's a beast. Who? And they got Hunmin Son. Son. South Korean sizzle. Oh, I actually have seen him. I do know who that is. Actually, he's disgusting. He's, he's the, he's he's the creator Ronaldo. He? He's top ten. Yeah, no, he, he's top. I think the Prem. Yeah, I would yeah, say. I'm not sure right now. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
Hey, well, team sport. From one from one of Baker's loves soccer to another one of Baker's loves Marvel. Baker. Marvel Universe. Oh, here we go. Baker, we're here to discuss who is the best Spider Man. Have you seen the new Spider Man? I went fucking what? three times, bro. That's why. <laughs> Yo, bro. What? Oh, I fucking twice. went three times, bro. That's I've seen it three times now. Listen. Listen. Actually, you go first, Bakes. You want me to go right. first or you go first? You... There's one right answer, Bakes. There's one right answer. There's one right answer. There's one right answer. It's not even, I don't even think it's close, dude. Wait. Do you have the same answers I do, though, Jules? I hope so. Who want, who's going first? Let me go first. No, Bakes going first. I would I say that Toby Maguire. Oh my! Oh, okay, Reese. Reese would have to be. Listen, I didn't. I didn't even say anything. You didn't right, say you're anything. Right, you're right. You're right. Say Toby Maguire would have to be the most memorable Spider-Man, right? But I would say the best Spider-Man has got to be Tom Holland. And it's not even close. I would it's say not, it has to be my But the most memorable is going to be Tobey Maguire. Bro. Just Why? OG. Just because he was, like, in the first ones? Yeah, it's just the OG. Like, he was – I don't know. He he was most memorable, but I feel like he didn't have, like, the humor aspect of it to, like, as Spider-Man should be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about Tom. This man's iconic, dude. He was dude, almost he, an Avenger. He turned down being an Avenger. Tom Holland, just he, he saved the world already. Like, how many times does he save the world? He saved the world the Avengers – he had the two best movies. Homecoming was fire with the bird, the bird guy. And then uh the bird guy. The one they go to Europe with Mysterio. I mean, that I was mind blown about that. I thought the movie was over in like 45 minutes. I'm like, are you kidding me? I paid for this. And then it, it totally changed your mind. And then obviously the relationship with uh with uh, Tony Stark. Like he has the perfect story because he was a kid, Spider-Man. Oh, you're about to say relationship with Zendaya. I was like, that's that's what makes it all like that does make all, it all, bro. That's actually so thing. factual. That's what makes it, it all. It has like, absolutely nothing dude. to do with Spider-Man, but that is actually such a flex. Zendaya is in there, like that's that's big time. That's bro. a flex. Real bro. life, real life, and in the multiverse, bro. He's the best in real life, and yep, I agree. Got it, dude. I and, agree. And now he has his own suit, he's his own man. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, this is the perfect story. He went from a kid to to Spider-Man. I mean, Maguire. I mean, like, he looks like a, he looks like a nerd, dude. I mean, gonna... to be fair, he was supposed to look like a nerd. That, yeah, that, right. that, that is one, like, drawback with Maguire, um, with uh, Holland that I will accept, is that he does, like, doesn't really give off the nerd vibe. Like, he looks cool the whole time. They, like, sort of bully him, but, like, it's not, it's, like, kind of fake. And, like, but, like, Maguire looked like a nerd and like he was supposed to be like a nerd kind of like this like picked on like high school kid that like became spider-man so toby does have that going for him but in terms of just like toby also looks like he's 35 in the first movie and tom holland he's definitely the strongest one i think does andrew garfield not have a case he has absolutely no case it's not even i mean he was good in the he was good in that uh in the third one he was funny but he was good i don't know was he good in the new one he was good in the new one he was very good in the new one. Yeah, he was good in the new one. His I think they're all good in the new one. It's just that too. his movies were were trash, dude. I mean, Sony made them like. And if um, we just spoil yeah. the fact that all three Spider Man are in the new movie, we don't care don't, because don't it's literally been I mean, out for two months. We yeah, don't care. Really, people are posting memes with them pointing at each other. Like if that didn't give it away, like yeah, they they were just all in the same room at one time <laughs> for no reason. Listen, but uh, what I'm saying is, dude, Tom Holland. I mean, this man, this man almost ripped. Uh, what's his name? Almost ripped Thanos' freaking glove off him. This dude's the most powerful. 
and he was in a civil war at one civil war. He was he was beating up what's his name? I haven't seen that yet. He was beating up the Winter Soldier. I mean, he, this dude was a beast. Never seen a uh, civil war yet. No, Baker. I don't know if you know this, but uh, after after the uh, the Spider Man movie, after we all saw it, I was like, I just became determined to like go full all in on Marvel, and like I I because I've seen yeah. parts of it, like I've seen a lot of the movies, but I have never watched them in order. I don't really know how they connect, and I definitely haven't seen like at least forty percent of them. So I was just like, I'm just gonna watch them in order. I'm on phase uh, two that. right now. I well, saw them all when I was younger, so. Yeah, you I have to watch Doctor really Strange. Watch have you seen Doctor I, Strange? No. no. The second one's Doctor coming Strange. out. Crazy. See, I've seen like I didn't. I never knew that they were all connected. So like, I would go and like, I would see like Iron Man, and then like I'd go and see like Black Panther, and, like I'd go and see like one of the uh, Captain Americas. But I didn't know that like they all like somehow looped into like one big universe. I think Marvel is on fire right now. The fact that they just linked in like movies from like 2001, they connected everything to. And the fact that they, they just made, they just opened up so many doors to so many different movies because obviously now there's there's yeah. different like universes. Like, did you see the trailer to Doctor Strange, dude? Yeah, we yeah, talked about it. It was about the second Iron Man, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that'd be nuts. That that's how they bring him back. That's how they bring Iron Man back. So they that's how they bring Robert Downey Jr. back. Is that they just introduce Ooh. him as like a second Iron Man from a different metaverse? It's crazy stuff. And uh, I'm excited. But if I had to pick one Spider Man. It's Tom Holland, then McGuire, then Holland. If I'm buying an NFT, I'm buying an NFT of some Marvel character, and I'm getting all the royalties from the next Marvel movies. Bang. There you they go, have, Baker. Uh, they have, like, their own, their own uh, I forgot what it's called. But, like, they drop, like, Marvel, like, comics, and you can buy them as, like, NFTs and stuff. All those. There you go. Dude, that's going to make bank. I think DC is about the steal of the year with this Batman movie. I don't. About the Ooh, of the year with this Batman movie. movie looks crazy. I think DC okay. is like, you know what? We're in the game now. DC is getting in the game. They've, they've been cooking for a while, too. Oh, I mean. those movies are not even close to Marvel. That Superman movies, bro, those movies are mids. And then Ben Affleck as Batman, bro. Who could take Ben Affleck seriously, dude? Look at him. He's, he's a guy from Boston. He's not Batman. And I mean, uh, so I think DC is not even close. But I think this movie right here changes up. Completely. Guys, don't flame me. I've only seen like half of the Dark Knight Rises, and I've never seen any other um, DC movie. You haven't seen? You've seen what's it called? You didn't see the one with uh, Heath Ledger? No. Nope. Oh! Dude, that's like top ten movies of all time. Like just movies. Yeah. Like, what is it? Dark Knight Rises? I saw like half of Dark Knight Rises, like the the one with like Bane. Right? Is that Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, I think Bane wasn't that. Yeah. yeah I saw I saw like too. half of the one with Bane. Um, and that's all. I've, that's the only DC movie I've ever seen. The Dark Knight. It's just the Dark Knight, but it's with Heath Ledger, dude. That's dude, it's like a top ten movie of all time. You guys see? I mean, yeah. and like the Joker, like the the one that just it's... came out, like Josh the Joker. I haven't seen that yet either. Oh, that was good too. That's crazy. That one's crazy too. Joker's sick. So, I mean, DC's yeah. been coming out with some stuff, but I don't think they touch Marvel honestly. No. I mean, yeah, Marvel's just got like the streaming services on deck. Like they got it all. Fact. Just the way they. They just have cooler superheroes too. Like, okay, DC has Batman. They have Superman. Aquaman. Like, is Aquaman competing with Doctor Strange or Spider Man or Iron Man or the Hulk? No. I think they just connect the movies so much better, dude. Yeah, they do. Does DC connect the movies at all? I wouldn't I know. I think so. Like, the Justice League and shit, like they, Wonder they Woman. They try to. They try to, but like nobody, nobody, like. Wasn't DC not- first? 
don't know. Those Batman movies are pretty old, but yeah. Comic I mean, the Spider-Man old. movies are old, but like the McGuire ones aren't part of the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe yeah. started with Iron Man. I feel like Batman was out before Iron Man. Yeah, like the original Batman. Like there's been like four different Batmans. DC. That's started- another thing, dude. There's been way too many versions of shit. It says DC started in 1934 and Marvel started in 1939. So DC was first. DC fumbled, bro. They fumbled a five-year um, advance. Head start, dude. That's crazy. They fumbled a head start. That's wild. And like, I don't like Tom Holland. Like he's famous. Like not even in Spider-Man movies. Like Danes and Dares. So I think they have like all the clout right now. And now he's he's about to be in the, in the new Uncharted movie. Exactly. You see that? And like Robbie yeah. Downey Jr. Like, dude, but they perfectly cast it for those roles, dude. Like, that's like the iron. That's a perfect Iron Man, dude. And like Captain America, like Steve Rogers, like they just did a perfect job casting. That's the that's a different thing. Like Ben Affleck is Batman, dude. Nobody's gonna pay attention to that. But maybe 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 they win it back though. This one, we'll see. We will see. I don't know. I I don't even know if I'm gonna see it. No, come on, you gotta see it. Yeah, you have to. I'm. I, yeah, I probably will honestly. But um, all right. So, do we all have the exact same list for Spider-Man? Definitely. Oh, yeah. We all have Holland, uh, Garfield, and then Maguire? Yeah, I think the is close. You have Garfield in front of Maguire? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I have Maguire in front of Garfield. Of course. Of course. Sure. No, nah, yeah. I was Although, playing with you guys. I was, was going to say, I was like, yeah. I was playing with you guys. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not putting Garfield. Although, if Garfield, if Garfield would have kissed Zendaya when he swept in the same day, you remember that scene? I would have Yo, told you. Imagine. If he kissed he, her right there, he'd be one. He's going number one. He'd be number one. I was like, this is a perfect spot. Like, kiss her right there. No, that kind of made that kind of made him closer, though. Because, I mean, he finally saved, he saved Zendaya because he couldn't save his RJ or not MJ. And maybe they bring him back with like all this metaverse shit. Maybe they give him a movie. You never know. He says he wanted to be in another one because apparently, like, he was like a fan favorite in the movie, and like, m- like, Marvel was asking him if like how he felt about it, and he said like he would love to do one again. Well, you finally saw him with like good directing and shit. Like, I, I don't like those for his movie, but you see him with like the top of line directing and shit. He was great. He was funny. All right, that that suit's tough. I like his suit. Who? Andrews? Yeah. Nah, Toby's got the that best suit, too. He's got the Iron Man suit. All right. Now on to the last two segments. We got Conspiracy Theory and then uh, our picks for this week's Conspiracy Theory. Hey, you got your picks, buddy? I don't have my picks. Do you have your picks? No, nah, I don't have my picks either. Sports are dry, bro. Sports are so dry right now. We need baseball back so bad. It's actually unbelievable. Um, <laughs> but today's conspiracy is another sports conspiracy. Pretty big one. Was Michael Jordan's first retirement a secret suspension for gambling? Now, everyone knows, and if you ha- if you haven't seen The Last Dance, you should watch The Last Dance. But that brought up a lot about how Jordan had, you know, he lived this lavish lifestyle. He liked to gamble. He liked to go out and party. Nothing wrong with that, you know. If he's going to perform on the court, do whatever you want outside of it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But... Um, everyone also knows that he retired after the 1993 season to pursue a career in baseball, which pretty much failed miserably. I mean, he played in some minor league teams, but was never a great basketball player. And then he came back 
in what two or three years later i think it was two, two years, years later. later so in his retirement press conference the first one he says quote he he says that he might come back if quote david stern lets him back in the league now a lot of people were saying lets him back in the league what does that supposed to mean i think maybe some people looked a little bit too close into that saying like lets him back in the league like maybe it's because they're suspending him I think maybe he was just like kind of using like playfully, like if he lets me back in the league, like obviously he would let him back in the league. He's Michael Jordan. But some people were like diving a little deep into that saying, well, maybe he's means like lets him back in the league, like it's suspension. Um, and then some people who don't believe in the conspiracy just think that basketball was too easy for him or he just wanted to be challenged playing baseball or baseball was a love of his that he just wanted to pursue instead of basketball. It was just getting tiresome. So there is two sides to this. I'm curious to what you guys think. You think uh, you think he was suspended for gambling or what? Listen, a big money organization like the NBA, they don't want their star athlete being stained, obviously. And Michael Jordan was the epitome of star athlete. He was the league. He was famous everywhere, Mr. Worldwide. And if he would if they would have admitted that he got suspended for gambling, I think that stained a lot of his career. People would have not liked him, and I think the NBA would have. It fell out in popularity, obviously, and I think they had to hide it. So we all know he was a gambler, but I don't know. But why would they He's suspend their 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 number one guy, their guy like you just said, the one bringing in all their money? Why would they suspend him for two years and risk that just because of off? I mean, we've had people have in the NBA have way worse off court issues than just gambling, and not get suspended for two years, and they're not close to the stratosphere that Jordan's in. I agree. I feel like back then in that time too, I feel like they gambling, like they really wouldn't care about that too much because I don't know, the amount of money that Jordan was pulling pulling in for the league, like marketing value and just like viewership was everything. So I feel like even losing him for those two years, I feel like um like the offset of it just isn't isn't valuable to them enough. That's not a risk I mean? the NBA would want to take. Yeah, I don't think they wanted wanted to risk losing that much money versus just like a PR stunt of Jordan. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, no one really would care that he was gambling. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, look at his teammate, Dennis Rodman. You see the shenanigans that man yeah, pulled. Exactly. He didn't, get, yeah. he didn't get suspended. Gambling compared to that is like nothing. Exactly. But, yes. But who takes a break right in the middle of their prime? I mean, this dude, two, that's two years they lost of MJ's prime. That he he's a competitor, man. He probably thought yes. basketball was getting too fucking easy for him. I mean, he won I, three he in a row. lost his drive and desire to win. I mean, and then and then he really sucked at baseball and came back. No, we just wanted to try to be it's different, the, try to be like random, God. Dude. You're buying you into it, Jules. I mean, two years of your prime, like who would just throw that away because you lost desire, and then all of a sudden you got a desire back two years later. Two years I mean, is a stern suspension for anyone, especially Jordan, though. Two years for gambling. Yeah, how much would knows. you have had to gamble? Two years, bro. There's people that. Murder people and play in the NBA. I'm sure. Nah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. You know something we don't. I don't know. You make your own conspiracy. What? That damn Kyle Lowry. He's a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Caruso. It's ridiculous, dude. It it makes no sense. If LeBron James took randomly two years off, that wouldn't that wouldn't be weird to you? Like, it's pretty random. What athlete ever in the prime has just no athlete's ever done that? 
Seriously, in the middle of their prime, take two years off. That really makes no sense. You, as an athlete, you only have a certain amount of time in your prime. Why would you? But he didn't even take two do- years off. He just went to another sport. He probably thought he'd be way better at baseball than he ended up being. No, 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 no. I don't know. So you think he actually got suspended? I think something happened, dude. You don't think he just retired? Do you think something else happened? Like something else had to have happened? Yeah, I don't know if it was suspension, but two years you're prime, dude. Who just does that? What's nobody's ever done that before? That's so random, dude. So yeah. the question conspiracy theorists struggle to answer is why would the NBA cover up Jordan's gambling misdeeds and then kick the best and most popular asset out of the league for two years? So why would they cover it? Why would, so obviously they didn't make his gambling public. Why would they cover it all up and then secretly like this? But why, why wouldn't they just if, if that was actually what was happening? Why wouldn't they just come out, come forth right and say they don't give a fuck about legacy. They just care about money. I saw something that said that um, if they it publicly, was money, if they publicly punished Jordan then like maybe they would lose the loyalty of the fans, like there'd be an outcry for it. Maybe maybe something like that. But I just I don't think that. it's. Like I just don't think that there's a big big enough reason for them to first of all kick him out and then second of all cover it up. You know what I mean? Agreed. I, I do see that argument a little bit though. Like the NBA doesn't want to like diminish his name because they don't want people picking between Jordan or the NBA. They don't want people to side with either Jordan or just the NBA. So I do I would understand that argument, but I just don't think that. Any any amount of gambling, unless you're gambling on your own games or in the NBA, any amount of gambling does not equal two years suspension. And it is weird that he was doing it in his prime, but he's one of the fiercest competitors the world has ever seen. He won three in a row. He was playing on an otherworldly level, and baseball was another one of his loves that he probably just he probably just wanted to get away from the everything that basketball was. And then after two years, just missed it, came back. That's why I feel like a player like him too can take as long as a break he wants and know that he'll be able to come back anytime. He can come back now. Imagine, if he wants imagine his stats though. And how, what if he went back to back to back? What if he went not? What if, what if he went eight in a row? Who takes but a also, break? But also, what if he went to the MLB and then won something there? You know what I mean? Like that would be the greatest. Like he'd be the greatest like, dual sport athlete ever, and then yeah. came back and won even more in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know. He'd be more of a legend than he already is. Maybe we should just invite Jordan to the podcast next time and ask him. So, facts. You got you <laughs> got that. You got his email or something. You got his personal email, his phone number. Yeah, I might I might be able to pull a few strings. I might know an agent or two. And you're a Bulls say... guy now. I mean, you followed DeRozan there, obviously. So you got some ties. No, <laughs> don't say they that. They do say that uh, the murder of his father was a big one. That was a big factor in him retiring. That's oh, I mean, true. that makes. A lot of sons, because uh, his dad was like obsessed with baseball. But I don't know, dude. I mean, with gambling and the and the party scene and the murder of his father, like I'm sure a lot of that just. I Maybe mean, just me- mental break. health is is something discussed a lot in the NBA now, but it wasn't discussed a lot back then. It probably was just taking a, a big toll on him mentally too, and he just felt like he needed a break. I feel like I mean the gambling scenario is like the fourth most likely reason for why jordan left dude that's actually insane though think about this this dude won three straight championships and then like in the, like basketball is a huge sport he's like most known worldwide now he's playing in scottsdale arizona and, like a crowd of like three thousand people minor league baseball 
I mean, that'd be like LeBron playing at uh, the Paul Sox, dude. Just think about that. I'd be like LeBron James mid mid prime is playing. Well, the Paul Sox are gone now, so. Or you know, what I mean, we're playing like in a minor league small ass stadium. I mean, this dude was selling. He was in the NBA Finals. He was MVP. He's winning championships. It's just weird, dude. It's a, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's the craziest thing you've ever seen. It's not. You weren't even alive for it. How is that the craziest thing you've ever that's, seen? That's why I'm mind blown. Like I'm trying to picture like LeBron just taking a break and playing for the Worcester Wusha. It is weird. Like what 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 athlete right now would that compare to? That'd be like that'd be like I'd be like No, it'd be LeBron quitting to play football for like Patrick Mahomes playing not even. Yeah, that'd be like Maybe. Patrick Mahomes. That'd be like Patrick Mahomes leaving and playing like like Miami soccer. <laughs> like like playing like playing MLS. Like, you wouldn't even play MLS. Yeah, play, not even MLS. playing not even MLS. Like some like lower level like soccer league like you in Europe, and then coming back and playing football again. That would be nuts. I mean, you're in the middle of your prime, dude. It's I don't know. It's weird. It wouldn't even. It wouldn't. Even, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't compare to that either, because I mean, I know. Jordan's way more of a star than Patrick Mahomes is, or be like, especially back then. You'd have to be like Brady after his third championship, just called it and went to go play. Uh, in the G League. Quidditch. Yeah, and then he went to play basketball. All right, so are you a buyer or seller of the conspiracy? Jules is the only one. I feel like me and John, I, I, I feel like everyone knows where we are. Jules, it seems like you're hopping the fence a little bit here. What side are you on? Uh, you, I mean, this just makes no sense. I don't know what happened. I mean, obviously, you can't be in a mindset of Michael Jordan, but it literally makes no sense. This is a one-case scenario. It's never happened ever. So, I mean, maybe there's something fishy behind it, or maybe it's just uh, it's it's weird. I don't know where I stand. Here. Get a backbone and tell me where you stand. Gambling, I don't know if it was gambling, but something, dude. I don't know. So you think you think David Stern kicked out for two years and did not let him enter? They're the biggest basketball star to ever grace the earth, and probably the biggest sports icon on planet Earth during the time. You think David Stern kicked him out for two years? Maybe it wasn't gambling, but for some reason, that's what you're telling me? Maybe it was a legal issue that I didn't want to tell anybody. That no one's found out about since? Hey, they, they keep a lot of stuff hidden yeah. from me. There's no way. It would have been dug up already. It would have been dug up. Something. Something. Dude, they made a, a fucking 10-hour documentary about him. I'm sure someone would have found out about it. Or leaked something. You're telling me it's not weird that a prime athlete in his prime. I think tired. it's weird, but I don't think it's because he got kicked out. What's your answer? I'll go with no then. I'll go with no. No, vote, vote yes if that's how you feel. I just, I just don't. I can't explain it. Can you explain it? No, but that that's doesn't mystery, really mean that it's because he got kicked out. I think it's just. I think there's. Is it has to be some sort of like combination of like just the mental toll that I was taking on him and just his desire to like want to play baseball, yeah. do something else. That's what I think too. I think he just wanted to try it out, and see what what was good, and then obviously it didn't work out. And he came back. All right, let's just say more. let's just say Giannis wins the championship right here. And then Giannis just quits and goes play in the MLS. He plays in the MLS. He's from Greece. He likes soccer. He just goes and plays in the MLS for two years. Yeah, that, that's weird. not weird or anything. That'd be extremely weird. Yeah. What are you blaming him? But, but we're not saying it's not weird, bro. Oh, that's just it makes no sense. All right. So my answer is even though yes, it is weird, I say no. Yeah, same. I would say no. I go no. Wow, no backbone. You have literally no backbone. Yeah, no. You don't even have the balls like, oh, to say yes. Look at this madman. Yeah. Throw some done. balls. Yeah, facts. Throw some I, balls. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. No one can. The Scottsdale Scorpion. This man was a Chicago Bulls champion. 
and he plays with Scottsdale fucking scorpions in some little ass fucking field park. <laughs> you kidding me? It makes no sense. There's probably more kids at our high school baseball games than there. Exactly. All right. Maybe it was a, it was a sentence. It was a jail sentence. You have to go play in the minor leagues, buddy. Maybe. Maybe. I say no, but never say never. And he made a movie Space Jam. Remember that? What? Remember he made a movie Space Jam? Yeah. I know of the movie Space Jam. What does that have to do about anything? Maybe they need a storyline. What? They need a storyline from the movie. Remember he's playing baseball? He's playing he quit uh basketball. That was, that's how the movie started. He retired I've never seen time. Space Jam. Uh, what dude? I haven't seen either Space Jam. How can you call yourself a movie guy and you haven't seen Space Jam? Not have I ever called myself way. a movie guy? I think I think you're a movie guy, kind of. I'm a I'm a moderate movie guy. I watch more than Connor, but less than you probably. Space Jam though. Yeah, Space Jam is legit, bro. That's like OG. Like you see the second one? If you saw the second one, no. Yeah, good. Because the second one's mid. Yeah, second. Is it mid, John? That's why I actually can't put I can't put LeBron in front of Jordan. If you get a better movie, that's why. Because (laughs) it's actually there's a better space. Not wrong, dude. It wasn't even close, dude. Space Jam. The first one is so much better. Whatever, John. If you're unfamiliar, uh, to end the show, me and Jules usually pick uh, three bets. Uh, do, do you sports bet at all or no? I used to, bro. I, just, I lost too much money. I, I feel that. I feel that. No, nah, I don't sports bet either. Jules is the only idiot that still does it. Um, but we like to just send send our picks out to the people. You know, pick pick three that we think would hit, and then one like lock. So three, just like normal. If you know, maybe you're doing a parlay, maybe a little risky parlay. And then one, just like you would literally put your life, you, you put your life on it. Gun to your head right now, which one's gonna hit? You pick that one. That's your UFO lock of the week. I know I said I didn't have you, my picks, you, but I got my picks. Do you gotta list it off already, or like do I pick my own just like random as hell? I I'm just like I just looked at ESPN's like odds, and I'm just I'm just saying them right now. So like, I'll start off here. I'll start off my three. I'm saying I'm saying simple teams that I root for. Uh, it's, keep it simple. Tonight, Celtics, Brooklyn. Give me Celtics money line. Brooklyn sucks. They haven't figured it out. Money line. What's, what's the spread? Nine. No, oh, it's a nine. You're gonna take minus four twenty. That's an easy bet. Come on. No, take then I'll go. Spread. I'll go Brooklyn plus nine. No way the Celtics win by more than more Brooklyn than nine plus points. nine. No, Brooklyn plus no, nine. Celtics. No Celtics win. Oh no, Durant. No Durant. No Kyrie. No Simmons. Celtics minus minus nine. Thanks for changing my mind. Celtics minus nine. Celtics minus nine. Celtics minus nine tonight against Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what? What? They're on like an eleven game losing streak. Or have they won? I don't, I don't even know if they've ended that losing streak. They were on Drummond's some sort playing. of losing streak. Drummond is playing. Seth Curry's playing. Patty Mills. Care about but... Drummond. All right. Next, another Bruin, another Boston game tonight. Bruins against the Kraken. The Kraken suck. Minus one and a half Bruins. Lock, lock. The the Kraken are maybe the worst expansion team I've ever seen in my life. The Bruins I'm, staying hot. I love this pick. Worst Bruins minus one and a half. And then uh, again I said I'm picking all teams that I'm rooting for. It's just keeping it simple. Marquette money line against Butler. They've been struggling I a little was, bit. Marquette money line. The spread is uh oh wow it's probably pretty high actually. Let me see. I didn't realize how much, how big favorites they were in terms of percentage. 
It's like 90.4% and 9%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me the spread, would you, Jules? Marquette Golden Eagles. You're playing tonight? Mm, Saturday. Uh, I don't have any, but it's probably going to be big. Whatever the spread is for Marquette, I don't even care if it's minus 30. Give me it. Marquette is coming. They're coming out guns a blazing. They've had a little bit of a roller coaster season. Uh, we're we're in a little bit of a, of a, a valley right now, but we're we're heading back in the right direction. I, I like the way we've played. Got uh, strung a couple wins together, a couple of good performances together. Give me Marquette spread. Don't even know what it is. Don't care. I'm taking that. So we got Celtics minus nine, Bruins minus one and a half, and Marquette minus a trillion. I don't care. All right, I'm going in. My first bet, the Chicago Bulls take on the Hawks tonight. Give me Bulls minus three. Bulls have been hot. I don't trust the Hawks. And then we're going to head over to the Celtics game. A lock. That should be your UFO lock of the week. And then we're going to go over to the Celtics game. We're going to go to points. We're going to go to Tatum. 27 and a half under. Nope, that's an awful bet. 27 and a half under. Tonight? For tonight's game? Yep. I think it's, it'll be a blowout. I don't think it'll play that much. I think it's going to be like 22, 24. He's out of there. He's out of there. And then we're going to head over. We're going to head over to my favorite team. Actually, not my favorite team. Actually, they're up there. The – I don't know, dude. It's kind, of, it's kind of tough. Actually, I'm doing it. Province Friars this weekend. It is senior night. They're at home. Province Friars, money line over Creighton. Lock. What is it? I don't know what it is. Game Saturday. I got money line. Creighton's not bad. They beat but Marquette. It's senior night, and I think it's a lock. Am I getting my UFO? Or base you going? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm probably going to. I have say, a UFO walk, walk. Like I, I just threw 50 bucks on it. I say Celtics money line, faux show. Copy and cool. I'm going to say Marquette money line. That's, the, that's like the lock. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Marquette money line. And then that I'm going to. Uh, this one, I'm going to say. Do your own research on this one, but uh, Tottenham money line beating Leeds United on Saturday. Okay, you got Enough the boys, you got, you, got tough the, loss. you got the boys in Tottenham, you got the Spurs. Yeah, you got that tough, tough loss, even after Burnley. Had Wait, who are they playing? Leeds, Leeds. are they good? All right, they're decent. Play defense, Leeds, what's the over under? Yes, the hammer, Leeds. Yeah, they just lost six. nothing. yes, they just lost six nothing to who? Oh. Where's Liverpool? Second. Who's one? Uh, Man City. Man City. Man City. It's getting close though. Is Man City that good? Spurs like beat that. him, dude. City is. Spurs beat him last week. We beat right, the number one. We beat the number one team three to two last week, and then we lost yesterday to the last place team one zero. That if that doesn't sum up my team, that, there, you there, you there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, Jules, since you threw $50 on your lock of the week, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Mr. Money Man. This is the lock of all locks. I mean, this is disgraceful. Listen, no oh, KD. There's going to be some soccer bet that I can't even talk about. No, this is this is basketball. No KD. 
No Kyrie Irving. No Ben Simmons. Seth Curry points over 16 and a half. I guarantee he scores at least 16 and a half, bro. You're, you're, you're I guarantee Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. I guarantee Seth Curry scores 18 points tonight. Minimum. This is a lot. I mean, this is free money. This is actually – this is very free money. 16 and a half with all those guys out. Give me a break. This is a, I mean, I don't know if you guys don't bet, but actually, please take out a loan and put it on this. This is a lot. I don't need to take out a loan. I don't need to take out a loan. You think you're going to score 16 – you think you're going to score 17 points? Give me a break. Seth Curry over 16 and a half. Lock. Yo, is someone like robbing your house, bro? What's going on back there? <laughs> You're going crazy back there. They heard my lock. They're like, Jules, you inspired my UFO lock of the week. I'm going to check at the end of the night. I'm not even going to watch the game. It's a, I, actually, I'm going to watch the game in Celtics, but this is a lock. Yo. I'm not worried at all. Jules, you inspired my lock of the week. The Bulls are home 23 and 8 at home. The Hawks are 11 and 17 away. The Bulls are missing Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball. Two two key pieces. I won't lie. Those are two pretty big pieces. But the Hawks are missing John Collins and Lou Williams. So the the uh, Hawks are going to have to really rely on Trey Young here. The, um, the Bulls are one of the best teams in the league. I think they're what? Are they still – are they second in the East? Or may, they could be first. I think, I think they're second they're in the first, East. They're first, second. Bulls minus three. I mean – it's, it seems it almost sounds like a trap game. This might be a classic trap game, but I don't really care. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take Bulls minus three. Has to, have to. Lock of the week. On, Put fifty dollars to to something better than than Seth Curry. Seth, not even Steph. The weaker the 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 third best Curry to ever play basketball. And you're putting fifty bucks on. It. I, th- I think it'll. I think it'll hurt. I think that'll hurt. That's a guarantee, dude. That's put your fifty dollars to a better use and throw it all on minus three bulls. That's pretty much. That's a lot too. That's what I got in mind. I got in mind too. Dude, look, look at his last three games: 20, 23. It's a lock. All right, Baker. Close it out. Let's hear it. Lock. I need a lock right now. Just an absolute like. If someone were to walk in your house right now and say, if this bet doesn't hit tonight, I'm literally coming back in here and shooting you in the head. Like, you would put your life on this one. I'd put my life on minus three. Jules is putting his life on Seth Curry. That's crazy. He get injured in the crazy. first quarter. You don't even know. I don't even know. Just say, just say Providence Moneyline. Providence Moneyline? Who are they facing? Creighton. Facing Creighton. Creighton. I mean, Creighton's 10, 19 and 8. Like, 19 and 8, dude. They're going to be in the tournament. They're about to be ranked, bro. 19 and 8. So, the problem is it's 23 and 3. It has a dunk. It's senior night. It's senior night. Bynum. Bynum's over here shooting from Pawtucket. He's shooting from Cumberland Island. If you want, like, a real lock of the week, bro, Bruins' money line tonight is actually a lock. Like, I took their spread, but their money line to win by one goal is actually a fucking lock. The Kraken will not even sniff a win tonight. I saw I saw the Kraken play like it was like the other day or something randomly. They were on those jerseys. They need they need help. You don't like them? You don't like them? They're atrocious, dude. dude I, like the, I kind of like them. Like that, that kid is atrocious. Man, that kid, you soccer players calling it a fucking kit. It's a uniform. It's a jersey. 
tits. Oh, dude. <sighs> Baker. This is the this is the longest UFO lock ever, I think. This this Who's might be, this might be a lock right here. Jason Tatum over 0.5 steals tonight against the Nets. He needs one steal, that's right? It? He means that he needs one steal, dude. One I like steal. It. I like dude, that's better Minus than relying on bro. 17 put, points from Seth Curry. You could put the, the crib on it. You put the crib on it and make it a little bit back. Bro, and, and not even not even that, bro. Like you don't even have to be a good defender to get a steal sometimes. Sometimes it still just lands in your lap. He just needs yeah, one. Exactly. I like it. That is a lot. That's it. That's it. Baker's living tonight. That lock's hitting. Should I have to throw everything on it? All my crypto, everything, NFTs. Throw all your NFTs, NFTs on that shit. Sell every NFT. Everyone on Put it. Put your stock in that that new Rick and Morty show right onto that. <laughs> everything you Put got. Your Jay, put your you gotta go to, to the, the what's it called the pawn shop. You gotta you gotta bring in your Jay Wu ring, dude, and you gotta sell it. Last and question: Would that even be that. possible? Could you like bet an NFT? You probably can. Yeah. Damn, that'd be wild. Imagine betting an NFT. Watch. Does the bookie just, just like get all the royalties? There's oh, sites that you can probably bet on that. You just use Bitcoin and stuff. All right. Let's I wouldn't go. doubt it. Jules, you want to wrap it up for us? Hey, everybody. Thank you. We are we are past the 10th episode, Mark. We are on 11. And hey. 51 podcast. Thanks for listening. Guest, John, John Baker. on episode Thanks six. Coming, buddy. Sticks episode. Yeah. Yeah, serious. appreciate the knowledge. We hope, we hope, appreciate the knowledge. All the takes. We hope to have you on again, buddy. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, guys. We're sure. gonna have to have you on. Uh, is the Champions League on right now? Maybe, right? maybe during the World Cup, some big soccer tournament oh, where you guys can just geek yeah. out, and then I'll just fall asleep and wake up an hour and a half later. I'll, I'll have to bring my squad with me too. It'll be funny. All right, bet. Was. Bet. Sure. It was. For it. Hey, good to see you. Long time no see, Bakes. long, buddy. Of course. Just I think it's been since since Spider Man. Right? Okay, yeah. might be. I think I think that was has to have been. We'll, we'll catch up soon for sure. For sure. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Later. Sounds true.
sounds